You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It's no secret that kitchen table issues, including inflation, rising gas prices, and supply chain issues, all caused by global issues stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic and Russia's war on Ukraine, are foremost on the minds of voters. But this election is likely to be decided not on these issues alone. Here are some key factors that will decide the 2022 midterm elections. Candidates matter. Elections are the politics of addition, not subtraction. The reason you can have a Democratic governor of Kansas and a Republican senator from Maine is because good candidates that can appeal to voters beyond their base win tough races. The next few months will decide whether Republicans are more focused on being competitive and safe or toss-up general elections, or if they would rather have purist ultra-MAGA candidates who turn off right of center and swing voters to lose winnable races. Demographics matter. In a Wall Street Journal poll earlier this spring, Hispanic voters sent a massive shot across the bow of Democrats looking to retain control of the House in 2022. They prefer Republicans by nine percentage points. Back in November, the same poll had both parties tied. Even more concerning is a recent poll that found President Biden's approval rating at just 26% with this traditional Democratic voting bloc. If Hispanic voters do not turn out, or worse, vote for Republicans, it could be a very long night on November 8th for Team Blue. Endemic COVID? We now have vaccines, therapeutics, immunity from prior infection, and the country finally seems very much back to normal for most Americans. Even as cases are currently rising in some areas, hospitalization and deaths remain fairly low. From a political standpoint, Democrats cannot afford for the pandemic to come roaring back. The vast majority of Americans know that we must live with this virus, and that means keeping schools open, factories running, and supply chains strengthening. Inflation focus. There is no question that rising costs are hurting all Americans. If President Biden is able to try and stem the inflation tide, and effectively contrast his plans with tax increases proposed by Senator Scott and embraced by a number of his colleagues, the potential red wave could be a mirage. History tells us that the party in the White House typically suffers losses in the first midterm of that president's election. Initial polling suggests this election will follow that trend. But if President Biden can continue demonstrating his commitment to combating inflation, reduce COVID-19 to endemic status, and hold together Team Blue's winning 2020 coalition, Democrats could buck historic midterm trends. I'm Kevin Walling, Democratic campaign strategist. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 
800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, parents, you don't need the latest gizmo slang or clothes to be a perfect parent because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt Us Kids and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. President Biden is in South Korea. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. I'm honored by the welcome you've given me to your beautiful country. Starting a six-day trip that will take him to Japan next. His first stop in Seoul, where it's already nighttime, a Samsung computer chip-making facility similar to the one the company will build in Texas. This is an auspicious start to my visit because it's emblematic of the future cooperation and innovation that our nations can and must build together. While he's in South Korea, the U.S. is wary North Korea might do something. That could take the form of a nuclear test, the seventh nuclear test that North Korea has conducted. It could take the form of a missile test. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says they want to reopen talks with North Korea, which is angry over U.S. sanctions. Leader Kim Jong-un threatening to speed up nuclear weapons development. On the trip, the president will sign the bill. The Senate joined the House passing, approving $40 billion in more aid to Ukraine. The future of America's security and core strategic interests will be shaped by the outcome of this fight. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell and other shooting in Chicago where crimes rising again this year. Two people were killed, eight wounded on the city's near north side last night. A person's in custody, a gun recovered. An update on Michael Sussman's trial, a lawyer with ties to Hillary Clinton's campaign stemming from the investigation into the origins of the 2016 Trump-Russia investigation. Fox's Brooke Singman has it. There was nothing there. Those are the exact words of former FBI General Counsel James Baker. He testified that the FBI investigated the data Michael Sussman brought to him, alleging a link between the Trump Organization and Russia's Alpha Bank, and concluded there was, quote, no substance. Baker also testifying he was, quote, 100% confident. Sussman said he was not appearing before me on behalf of any particular client. That's uh, Sussman now charged with lying to the FBI about that, accused of later billing the Clinton campaign for giving that information on Trump to the FBI. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. 
It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. The Democrat-led House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot wants to talk to another Republican, Barry Loudermilk, about a tour the panel says the congressman gave of the Capitol on January 5th, 2021, a day before the violent riot. In a letter to the lawmaker, committee chairman Democrat Minnie Thompson and vice chair Republican Liz Cheney say there's evidence in the committee's possession contradicting a determination from Republicans on the House Administration Committee that security footage from today's proceeding January 6th show no tours, large groups and no one with MAGA hats on. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. At the Johnny Depp defamation lawsuit trial against ex-wife Amber Heard. A former Depp friend, musician Bruce Witkin said of Depp he can definitely have a jealous streak in him and said he saw bruises on Heard's arm and saw Depp with a fat lip. While Depp's lawyer, Adam Waldman, central to Heard's $100 million countersuit, testified and disputed Heard's central abuse claim that Depp smashed her face with a cell phone. Depp is suing Heard for $50 million for claiming she is a victim of domestic abuse in a Washington Post op-ed. Michelle Polino, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rebound. Dow futures up over 200 points the day after falling more than 200, continuing a big sell-off. The price of gas, a record high again today. AAA's national average for regular, 4.59 a gallon. In the NBA playoffs, Boston got even. The Celtics beat the Miami Heat 127-102 to tie the Eastern Conference Finals at a game apiece. A dramatic finish on ice. Down to the final five. Kucherov behind the floor and it. That game winner for Tampa Bay, just four seconds left. The Lightning trying to win Hockey Stanley Cup a third straight year. Beat Florida 2-1 on TNT to go up two games to none. St. Louis beat Colorado to tie that series. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. The major average is booking another loss with the S&P 500 inching close to bear market as investors continue to worry about an economic slowdown and as recession fears loom. Stocks are heading for weekly losses driven in part by back-to-back quarterly reports from Target and Walmart that showed higher fuel costs and restrained consumer demand hurting financial results. The Dow falling 237 points, the Nasdaq down 30, S&P 500 down 23. And shares of another retail 
retailer plunging while store stock is tumbling in the extended session after the off-price retail apparel and home accessory store operator reported a decline in sales in the first quarter and applied material shares are declining in the extended session after the semiconductor manufacturing equipment maker said profit increased in its second quarter as sales rose but the company remains constrained by ongoing supply chain issues. Fox Business Report, I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Americans just don't trust big media. Now the source to trust is Newsmax. 20 million Americans made the switch and now watch Newsmax. They even have the free Newsmax app on their phones. Make the switch to the Newsmax team with Rob Finnerty, Eric Bowling, Lindsey Keith, Greg Kelly, and Rob Schmidt. And weekends with Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Gorka, and more. Join the millions who have made the switch to Newsmax. You may never go back. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Cape Hill News time coming up now on 606. Dave Baker says it'll be partly sunny another warm day on tap. He'll have more on the weather forecast coming up. 74, partly cloudy here at Cape Hill. Topping news, one person is in custody after there was a shooting in which four people were injured following graduation at Hammond High School. None of the wounded suffered life-threatening injuries. Police are still investigating what prompted the violence. In Broussard, police have updated the condition of a two-year-old child allegedly injured by a caregiver. The child's condition has been upgraded from critical to stable. Tammy Claus is facing charges in connection in that incident in which a 10-month-old infant was killed. An altercation between a father and son in Karen Crow has resulted in the death of the younger man. Karen Crow police say that Terrence Valaire allegedly pulled a knife on his 70-year-old father during a physical confrontation. The older man allegedly produced a weapon, fatally injuring his son. Well, the state's $39 billion budget for the fiscal year that starts on July 1st, well, it's reached final passage. House members voted concurrence on amendments made in the Senate, sending the bill on to Governor John Bell Edwards' desk. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonot says lawmakers did a good job of using windfalls of federal money from the pandemic and the Infrastructure Act that was passed months ago. Most of it's coming from the federal government related to COVID, related to Biden's package he passed late last year. So all this money is flowing into Louisiana. And of course, the taxpayers are getting a free ride because it's not coming out of their pockets. Now, Pensanot says polling of Louisiana taxpayers indicates they would approve of the governor's budget proposals and how legislators ended up dealing with all of it. They wanted the money spent properly, fix things, fix bridges, fix roads, but don't add revenue to the budget that can't be paid for next year with the existing revenue. Well, the Senate and House approving the budget and the governor says he's pleased with the majority of their requests that were approved. But he does wish the $2,000 teacher pay raises had made the cut instead of $1,500. The additional funding is there, and we know we have teacher shortage. We're in competition mm-hmm. with other states and so forth. But overall, uh, very pleased with, with the way the budget process is working out. Now, the Senate-approved budget includes a significant down payment of $300 million on the proposed Mississippi River Bridge. Edwards says it's the most significant infrastructure project 
that impacts traffic across the state. We need a, a new bridge uh, in Baton Rouge south of the current I-10 bridge uh, in the worst way. And, and, you know, I can't tell you exactly what that bridge is going to cost, but it, it, I know it won't be less than $2 billion. Edward says he asked for the $500 million for the Mississippi River Bridge because of the state also getting an additional one-time funding as part of the American Rescue Act. Says they'll never give you more than you already have the matching funds for. As the abortion, the abortion debate continues, Brooke Thorrington has reaction from the director of one of the three abortion clinics that remain in Louisiana. When asked what Kathleen Pittman, director of the Hope Medical Group for Women in Shreveport, thinks of the abortion debate. I don't mean to sound like a strident feminist, but it is about control. Recently, a bill in Louisiana made it to the House floor that would charge a woman who had an abortion with murder. The bill was amended, removing criminal charges and then pulled by the bill's author. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, she believes you'll see more late term abortions. You're going to see hospitalizations. You're going to see more maternal deaths. I mean, I absolutely am firmly convinced of that. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In other legislative business, a House bill to prohibit smoking or vaping marijuana in a motor vehicle has advanced from the Senate Transportation Committee. Representative Lori Schlegel says the bill is to address the rising number of incidents of motorists that are using cannabis and then getting behind the wheel. HB 234, what it does, it follows very closely our open containers laws and it just prohibits smoking or vaping marijuana in a car. Schlegel amended the bill in committee after issues were brought to light during a previous House debate that the legislation could be used to profile motorists. My intent is not to cause any needlessly people being pulled over or profiling. So what it does is it makes this offense not a primary offense. So you can't necessarily pull somebody over for a primary offense. Now, Schlegel says there's data from other states showing that once marijuana is legalized, Some individuals believe that means that they're allowed to drive and use marijuana also. The purpose of her legislation is to remind them it's not okay. When people think something's legal, they think that you can just do it at all times. Amended legislation is advancing on now to the Senate. Well, proposed changes in policy could have a major impact on how charter schools in New Orleans are evaluated. Due to the pandemic, clear performance data was harder to come by. Adaptation became necessary, says Sarah Fandegrift, legal and policy director for the Louisiana Association of Public Charter Schools. Their current policy was still referring to 2018-2019 data. We're getting too far removed to judge a school based upon its performance from pre-COVID. As Louisianians continue to cope with rising prices and inflation at over 8%, State Agriculture Commissioner Mike Strain advises that we need to really hunker down for at least several more months of all of this. Strain says the prices we pay at the grocery store now are reflective of market conditions and wholesale prices from months ago. And so when you look at our cost of production, our cost of fuel, our cost of fertilizer, our cost of everything, that's going to be reflected in next year's crop. And he says from seed costs to fertilizer prices, the cost and scarcity of diesel fuel for hauling food to market is all contributing to current high prices. So state and federal authorities and private sector interests are trying to work on solutions, but they could be quite some time in figuring it all out. The higher food costs are here and at le- uh, you know, realistically, at least a year or more. So it's going to take us that much time to, you know, to try to cut that down. Strain says there's little that people on a fixed income can do, but one thing we can all do is make maximum use 
of groceries that we do buy. Forty percent of all the food that's produced is wasted. And so, you know, we we tell people, look, I'm a big fan of eating leftovers. I love leftovers. And, you know, for us Cajuns, that's when the spices get better. Strain advises planning out meals more carefully and making every effort to eat leftovers to get the most for your grocery money. Well, speaking of food, research published by the Pennington Biomedical Research Center in Baton Rouge reports that reducing protein in the diet produces a number of positive outcomes, including increasing your lifespan. Dr. Christopher Morrison says while this basic fact has been known for some time, by experimenting with the diets of mice, scientists are learning more about the connection. They live longer and have uh, reduced frailty, so they, they look healthier, but they're also smaller, so it kind of reduces total growth. And then the animals also have a metabolic improvements. So- now, Pennington has been a leader in the research for a while, discovering a hormonal link between the brain and the body and protein restriction. Morrison says the study used mice to compare the body's response either with or without the hormone, leading to a deeper understanding of what's happening. Normal control mice will live longer on a low-protein diet and will also show improvements in metabolism and changes in food intake and other things. These knockout mice don't show these changes. It's as if they don't know that they're being protein-restricted. Now, Dr. Morrison says while the study isn't a magic bullet to help people be healthier and live longer, it is an important step in understanding how our brains and our bodies work together which could lead to improvements in individual health outcomes for people in the future. People are different in different ages and um, activity levels and health levels. And so, you know, nutrition is a big thing and it needs to be designed to, you know, support your needs and your goals. And finally, graduation ceremonies continue throughout Acadiana today and through the weekend. Lafayette residents can expect heavier than usual traffic in and around the Cajun Dome today and tomorrow as the parish's high schools hold commencement ceremonies Later today and tomorrow, uh, the Acadiana St. Jude Dream Home, it'll be open for tours beginning tomorrow. The house is located at 100 Foxtail Trail in Broussard in the Sable Palm subdivision. The home will be open from 9 to 5 tomorrow, noon to 5 on Sunday. Tickets are $100 and can be purchased online if you'd like a ticket for a chance to win the St. Jude Acadiana Dream Home. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Breezy and warm. Your high temperature getting up to 91 degrees. We'll see those winds out of the south at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Overnight, fair skies for most of us. A few clouds will start to roll along the coast by morning. Temperatures falling back into the lower 70s. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds. Hot and humid with a 40% chance for afternoon storms. Your daytime high back to 91 degrees. Into Saturday night, could see a few showers and thunderstorms developing as a front moves into the area. We'll see lows dropping back into the low to mid-70s. And the forecast for Sunday, that front will come in and stall. So showers and thunderstorms fairly likely. We'll see daytime highs topping out around 87. Rain chances on the high side for the early part of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. So right now, 74 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Our weather update being brought to you by Broussard Poche. Certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5.
KPL right now traffic. If you're heading out and about right now, there was a little fender bender earlier this morning. Ambassador Caffrey between Dillard Drive and the Acadiana Access Mall Road right there. So that's on Ambassador between Dillard Road and the Acadiana Mall Access Road. So hopefully it's been moved to the side of the roadway. You can always update us at 232-1542. And if you have the KPL app, send us a text. Good morning. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now on 621 on Acadiana's Morning News. 621 in the morning we have made it to friday 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 Woo-hoo. all right he knows that he's out this morning he has to go do sporty type stuff mm-hmm. and so mark pope said hey what's up i said not much you want to come hang out and he's like yeah mm-hmm. so good morning good morning okay yep. so we you and i were like john back and forth about the weather yeah i am one of those people that i'm the the complainer with, with the hot weather I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, you know, some people love this hot weather mm-hmm. and the sunshine. I just, oh man, it I can't is. Stand it. I, I remember walking in last week, uh, Bernie, and and uh, you know, two Was guys in the parking lot. Oh. Two guys in the parking lot. We looked at each other. I said, "Man, it's too doggone hot to be May." <laughs> but then people jumping to conclusions, saying because yes, last week. I don't remember what the high was. I believe last Thursday it was 94, possibly might have even hit 95. It's because of a high pressure front we had. And our meteorologist told us, look, it's a a short-term thing. We have this high pressure ridge over us. It's going to move to the east, and then we'll get back to our typical. But look, 91 and 92 with very high humidity is just as bad as 94 and 95 with lower humidity. I know. So, yes, it is hot. Um, Now, I have a question, though. Oh, Pertaining to the weather and the calendar and so on. Okay. What is today? Today is Friday, May 20th. Mm -hmm. This is this like an, a significant day? I mean, well, no, something. no, it's a this is a generalization. Oh, so, gotcha. But okay. today is one week from the unofficial start of summer. One Ooh, week true. Memorial Weekend coming next week. Mm-hmm. So they kind of call that the unofficial start of summer. True. And then also from today, one month out, we are we have the official start of summer. On June 21st. So, can I be the one to start the complaining now? What if it's 100 yeah, yeah. degrees? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. I deserve, like, some ridicule because I am. I'm like, oh, what if we just melt? But right. you're right. Even at 91, 92 with all that humidity out there. Mm-hmm. Man, it, that's, that's kind of, whoo, that is rough. Um, headlines of the day, real quick. Want to go over those, of course, brought to you by Broussard Poche. Certified public accountants. And you heard us talking a little bit uh, about some of this in the news uh, this morning at the top of the hour. And that's one person is in custody. There was a shooting. Four people were injured. Mm. Now, this is as uh, the the kids were on the southeastern campus because Hammond High School was holding their graduation ceremonies. 
and um, graduation was over. Uh, all the families were moving out so the students could come out and they could greet their families. And all of a sudden, shots erupt. Uh, and people hear this gunfire. Four people injured, but non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and they don't know. Obviously, they do have a person in custody, but they're not saying, let's say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't even imagine <clears throat> how terrible it must have been for everyone involved on that scene. Yeah. The yeah. sheer fright alone. You know, all the doggone shootings burning. I know. And I, I, we're not immune down no, here of in Acadiana, but it's just, it just seems to be happening. It's more and more frequent. Mm-hmm. And look, it, it's just a, a crying shame because it's in society. A lot of people want to blame it specifically on politics. Well, this group and that mm-hmm. group and, and so, and because of these politics and those politics. And it's just, I don't know. We've kind of collectively lost our mind. Yeah, uh, we've, because, we've lost our moral compass, if you will. Yeah. You you don't resolve a problem by shooting somebody. No, no. And so and it, it's just becoming a crime so shame. common. And, yeah. you know, I just it's it's hard to believe that it could become just that common. And every day we're hearing about some sort of violence somewhere. Now, a lot of it ends up being in the New Orleans area, but. We have certainly, over the last six weeks, mm-hmm. had our share yeah. of things going crazy yeah. um, in the Acadiana area. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully they'll be able to figure out what motivated this situation. Yeah. You know, and I was also reading, I happened to look at The Advocate this morning, and a man who lived on a, a, a street, um, he was going to check his, the, the guy I think is a, an electrician or something, going to check his mail. A neighbor gets into a verbal altercation. So the guy doing nothing but checking his mail ends up being shot in the back. He was trying to run away because the guy crazily pulls out a gun. I mean, just and he was his girlfriend, five months pregnant. Uh, The man did perish at the scene. But the reporter who reported on it said that there were a lot of different instances that people had reported around the neighborhood of this guy walking out of his home. Uh, threatening to shoot their pets as they walked their pets up and down the street. He would come out in strange garb and face masks and different things. It's um, just a, a, a just a very strange world that we live in. And one of the parts of the story discussed psychologically the impact of what has happened and gone on with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and so it didn't, you know, Obviously, you can't immediately draw some conclusion to that because, mm-hmm. you know, these folks don't know all of the data, you know, around this particular person. But uh, the man's girlfriend said that this perpetrator had actually, you know, terrorized that neighborhood for about two years. That I, You see, I just I can't even I fathom that because mm-hmm. I live in a great neighborhood. I have great mm-hmm. neighbors. We all help each other. Each other We're yep. friendly and, and toward each other and and I'm talking about the people immediately around me we're mm-hmm. we're uh, is generally speaking we're a tight knit group mm-hmm. and we do knock on each other's door and call each other on a regular basis to help each other out so I cannot I just can't even fathom Bernie having mm-hmm. a, a neighbor uh, whereby you have a, an ongoing conflict or mm-hmm. this person has some kind of 
uh, mental problem or mm-hmm. s- social problem. That's a lack of social skills. Mm-hmm. I mean, you some guy's out checking his mail and you go off into a rant and you end up shooting the person. Yeah. That That's like a fairy tale. It's like mm-hmm. fiction. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense to me. Terrible. Terrible. It is coming up now on 629. On the way, another look at headlines and then strange but true with our own news hound. Wicky dicky dog. Robbie is on the way. We'll explain coming up. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Cape Hill News Time, 633. Right now, 74 sunshine in Acadiana. Partly sunny for the entire day, according to Dave Baker, and another hot one on tap, including for the weekend. We'll talk more about that and the rain coming our way on Sunday in just a bit. Ian Ozan has the day off today. I'm Bernadette Lee. Well, topping headlines, one person is in custody following a shooting in which four people were injured following the graduation for Hammond High School. None of the wounded suffered life-threatening injuries. Police are investigating what prompted the violence. In Broussard, police are updating the condition of a two-year-old child, letting the public know about this. The child was allegedly injured by a caretaker. Uh, the child's condition has been upgraded from critical to stable. Tammy Claus is facing charges in connection with the incident in which a 10-month-old infant was killed. An altercation between a father and son in Karen Crow has resulted in the death of the younger man. Karen Crow police say that Terrence Valera allegedly pulled a knife on a 70-year-old father during a physical altercation. The older man allegedly produced a weapon, fatally injuring his son. Lawmakers deliver the state's $39 billion annual budget for final passage. Here's Kevin Gallagher with more on that story. The budget for the fiscal year that starts in July covers road and infrastructure needs, higher education and tops, and gives teachers and school staff pay raises. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says lawmakers were fortunate to have many millions in federal dollars from COVID and the Infrastructure Act. To have that much money and none of it's really coming from their pockets. He says House and Senate members pretty much did what taxpayers polled on the topic wanted. They want them to spend the money wisely. They want them to spend the one-time money for one-time problems. Pinsonat says Governor Edwards' budget proposals were mostly met as well. That budget goes now to the governor's desk. I'm Kevin Gallagher. And Brooke Thorrington picking up the story there on the governor and what some of his thoughts are about what was decided with that $39 billion budget. Edwards says there are two exceptions. He wanted teachers and support staff to receive $2,000 and $1,000 raises respectively instead of $1,500 and $750. The additional funding is there and we know we have teacher shortage. We're in competition Mm -hmm. with other states. The governor also hoped lawmakers would approve a $500 million down payment for a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge instead of $300 million. It backs up everything and, and it's a safety problem as well and it just makes sense for quality of life, for safety, for commerce. I mean, you name it. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A house bill to prohibit smoking or vaping marijuana in a motor vehicle advances from the Senate Transportation Committee. Representative Lori Schlegel says her bill is to address the rising number of incidents of motorists 
using cannabis and then getting behind the wheel. HB 234, what it does, it follows very closely our open containers laws and it just prohibits smoking or vaping marijuana in a car. Now, Shaligal amended the bill in committee after issues were brought to light during a previous House debate. The legislation could be used to profile people. My intent is not to cause any needlessly people being pulled over or profiling. So what it does is it makes this offense not a primary offense. So you can't necessarily pull somebody over for a primary offense. Schlegel says there has been data from other states showing that once marijuana is legalized, some individuals believe it means they're allowed to drive and use marijuana also. The purpose of the legislation is to remind people that's not okay. When people think something's legal, they think that you can just do it at all times. It's coming up now on 637. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Breezy and warm. Your high temperature getting up to 91 degrees. We'll see those winds out of the south at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Overnight, fair skies for most of us. A few clouds will start to roll along the coast by morning. Temperatures falling back into the lower 70s. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds. Hot and humid with a 40% chance for afternoon storms. Your daytime high back to 91 degrees. Into Saturday night, could see a few showers and thunderstorms developing as a front moves into the air. Area. We'll see lows dropping back into the low to mid 70s and the forecast for Sunday that front will come in and stall. So showers and thunderstorms fairly likely. We'll see daytime highs topping out around 87 rain chances on the high side for the early part of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, sunshine, 74 degrees. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. Right now, all clear. No crashes, no breakdowns. Make sure you buckle up. It is coming up now on 641 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee. Ian Oza has the morning off due to sports responsibilities. So Mark Pope is sitting in this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, Popus. How are Hello. you? All the waves lovely. Yes, it is always lovely. All right. Mm-hmm. Our, our first person to send an app chat this morning, Don. Hello, Don Ho. Good morning to you. Yes, I'm probably the weird one in the family. Uh, Don pointed out that, you know, if you look around your family, you're like, which one is the weird one? You're not really sure. It's probably you. So I was like, mm, yeah. Okay, excellent point. Speaking of weird, ladies and gentlemen. And app chatters. Is and app how, chatters. This is kind of how it started off. He is the number three <laughs> app chatter. His name is Rob, but he is famously known as the Winky Dinky Dog. Good morning. Hello there. This has been a long time since I've been in this building. Okay, I love that you're here, though, because we said, you know what? So we were chatting kind of back and forth, you and me, Ian, throwing in some comments earlier this week. You love to find interesting facts. Things that are you want to say strange. interesting? Most people would say useless, but let's let's go with interesting. I like useless <laughs> and interesting. So strange, Un- but true. Unusual. I'm yes. a little. Although I'm or, always good to see you, Mark. I'm a little disappointed that Ian isn't here because I'm Team Bernie. <laughs> yes. And he's always picking oh. on her every morning oh. about. Think I got a bell. I got a bell. <laughs> you hear that, Ian? I got a bell. 
But he's always picking on her trivia, and she's like, I don't have a clue. Uh, yeah, sometimes, and but poor, poor Ian, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Man, that guy knows some trivia. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty yeah. sure he was going to know all this stuff, yeah. but I was going to at least, you know. All right, well, I will happily go down in flames for you this morning. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then next week, because we teased him a little bit, yeah. you never know what can happen. Oh, I can do it. <laughs> all right, strange but true. We'll have to eventually, when I was back on the dog, we'll probably get my intro back or something yes, like that. Yes, I think so, we should do know, that. So yeah. he's Winky Dinky Dog, and he's kind of our news hound, Rob. In the strange. And that's dog, D-A-W-G, because yes. you got to man up the winky dinky part. That is exactly yeah. right. Which I is like another that. segment for another day on how that even showed That's kind of strange, mm-hmm. but true. Right? Right? And it, actually, very much so, yeah. I love this. It's not a name I picked for myself, and then I hated it, <laughs> and then it just turned into a thing. So. You must embrace it. So, yeah. what is strange, but true? Well, this was supposed to be like, hey, Ian, but there's no Ian. <laughs> so, did you know that there's an official name for the lint? In our pockets and in probably Ian's belly oh, button. Oh, come on. Wait, wait. So Be- Ian, you have lint, lint in your pockets Ian, lint or in, your in belly Ian. button? Yes. Yeah, there's, there's a name for there's that? There's a name for that. Okay, it's not just lint? No, well, you can call it lint. Okay, but the but, official oh Webster's oh, Dictionary Google name is NUR. NUR. With mm. a G, with the silent G. G-N-U-R-R. No, wait. Yes. G-N-U-R-R. Yep. That Nerd. is the name for your did, lint. Did you look that up? What country of origin does that come from? It sounds like the Greek or of Spanish. The or, where it doesn't matter whether it's <laughs> the true or not. The country of the internet. Well, okay. It all right, came well, from the internet. Some nerd. Uh, hold on. It doesn't I got some, have to be true. I got some nerd down there in my toes. I forgot to take a shower last night. Yes, I'm, I'm full Speaking of Speaking of shower, that uh-huh. perfectly leads into my next Well, sweet. see that? What a wonderful little segue you yes, did there. Yes, 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 yes. Does always. your sweat smell? What? Uh, well, I mean, does your sweat smell? I would think that it would. I mean, uh, sweat does not smell. Come on. It's not the sweat that makes you smell bad. It's the bacteria feeding off the sweat <laughs> that lets out certain acids that create oh, BO. Oh, are like you serious? It. Absolutely serious. So it's the I bacteria like, it. like and that's on strange your body? and actually true. So that is know. strange. So it's yeah. the bacteria on your body. It's the bacteria feeding off of the sweat. That makes, that the, makes smell. the smell. Yes. Wow. And that's why, like, if you sweat on your torso, yeah. it, you don't really smell all that bad. It's all the little pits and, and, and valleys and, and things that, <laughs> that the bacteria are hiding in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this strange but true segment. What type of music do you think would scare away mosquitoes? Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's a, a type there's a, of music that really scares away, away mosquitoes? That's, Something that's, that coincides with that annoying little buzz that they have when yeah. they fly okay. in your ear. Yeah, You're kind of on the same, the right track. Mm-hmm. Okay. Electronic dance music will definitely scare away people. Like, but mm, also, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, will also scare away mosquitoes too. According to a 2019 study, yes, a study, somebody studied this, probably got a government grant. Yeah. Uh-huh. This music combines very high and very low frequencies and escalating pitch that discourages the mosquitoes from biting. Like I said, the annoying type sounds that the little critters. I, I'm so amazed. Yes, yes. Put some electronic, what did you call it? Electronic dance, dance music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they like techno. Like okay. Techno. Yeah, like that techno crazy yeah. stuff that when you're in the club. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I'm going to have uh-huh. that on the patio when I'm sitting out on my patio and it. trying to enjoy it. And the doggone <laughs> mosquitoes are flying in my ear. So I think, yeah. 
I might have to work on that. Yeah. Like, I, I actually still have a radio. It'll scare away people, so you wouldn't have to worry about anybody coming near exactly. you. See, exactly. No people, no mosquitoes. Like, what is she doing <laughs> in that Social distancing in these days. Yeah, right? no kidding. <laughs> All right, strange but true. All right. Hey, Ian, I had to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. What city totally. name is on every continent except Antarctica? What city name on every, every continent. continent across the globe except for Antarctica? Correct. Springfield. And oh. Mark, uh, Dallas. That is negative as well. Oh. Rome. Really? Yes, there is a Rome on every, every single continent, continent. Except for Antarctica. That is correct. Well, they need to get on it. There All are right. obviously some losers over there. <laughs> what is the longest word in English that its letters in reverse are in alphabetical order? Whoa. Somebody okay, had to figure then, this one out. And then his letter, the letter. And it's not as long as reverse. you think. The word's not okay. as long as you would think it'd be. That um, is that is what we call a palindrome. And the only palindrome I know is mom or dad. D-A-D-M-O-M. Same things backwards and forward. The longest word? You got me. Yeah, I don't know. No, That's kind of strange. That's very strange. Hey, nobody Spoon knows pal. Who? Spoon fed. Yep. D-E-F-N-O-O-P-S. I mm-hmm. love that. Rob, that's good. Spoon fed. Yes. So you, backwards, they're in alphabetical order. When you were doing strange but true, did you did was that big fancy word in there? Did they tell you it was a palindrome? That's uh, way too big for I me. Same even, thing backwards as forwards. That. Say that again. Pal- palindrome. Palindrome. Same thing backwards <laughs> as forwards. Okay. We're back to the club. Spoon and then they have fed. dance music. And that's there. one word. It's not hyphenated. Uh, on my sheet, it's one word, so okay. that's the way I'm going with it. Spoon-fed <laughs> palindrome. Right. All right, all right. But true. Uh, the uh, the uh, word doc did not try to uh, uh, make me correct that word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which state can you spell using just row, one row of the keyboard? Now, look at your keyboard okay. over there, right. everybody. Okay. If you're driving, please don't look at your keyboard. Yeah, don't look at your keyboard because that's what not safe. What state can you spell using just one row of the just keyboard? Just one row? Yes. Mm-hmm. Only one row? Yep. Uh, I know, I know. Yes, what? It's Alaska. It is Alaska. Team Bernie, let me, let me, let me. Wow. Bernie gets a bell. Awesome job. Yeah, A, left, go to the right. Back to the I left. saw it in your eyes like you had figured it out. I'm so and, excited. And you know what? You you start on the extremes, it seems like, and you work in. Yes, you're right. And you it ends up at the A extreme. on the left, L oh. on the right. Back, Ooh. S on the left, Strange, K on the right. I'll be, I'll be dang. <laughs> All right. What color is an orange? Uh, orange? An orange that you eat. What color it's is an orange? orange? Uh, not really. Actually, what? most oranges are green. We assume that an orange is, well, orange. Right. But the fruit is often green when ripe. In South America and some tropical regions, oranges are are green year-round. No kidding. Here, they lose their chlorophyll and become orange <gasps> as they ripen. No kidding. Yes. So oranges are not orange. That is strange but true. Yeah. So, wow. So they lose their chlorophyll. Yeah. I think they're orange. Chlo- they're chlor- orange for our purposes. Is, yeah, yeah. Because they lose the green out of it right. over time. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yes, okay. it is. Here's a Queen Elizabeth fact. Okay. I just kind of threw in some extra facts right. in case yeah, of thank, time. Thank you God know? you did. Queen Elizabeth is a trained mechanic. Yes. You knew this. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Yes. During World War II, yes. 
Then 18-year-old Princess Elizabeth was a member of the Women's Auxiliary Territorial Service, making her the only female member of the British family Mm -hmm. to have served in the armed services and the only living head of state to have served in World War II. She was trained as a mechanic and a military truck driver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's more interesting, you ask? Thank you, Bernie, for Uh, that question. Yes, seriously, this is great. great. What else? Great question. She is the only person in Britain who does not require a driver's license to drive. <gasps> no kidding. Because she all driver's one. licenses are in, her, are, are in her name. Okay. Because she's Whoa, the queen. Yes. They're like on, uh, basically on behalf of her as the government. Yes. And so wow. she doesn't need to have herself, give herself permission, permission to, drive. to drive. So she so doesn't she require, even need one. She doesn't need a license. Wow. Strange but true, man. You knocked it out of the park. I got okay, one more. Not, you got, not got too, one more? Not okay, got we have just enough time. Yeah. You got just enough time? Okay, go ahead with the other. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say that the queen, let me just say this. The queen, she didn't do valve jobs or anything like that, <laughs> rebuild engines. <laughs> I don't she, think that. She yeah. changed tires and that type. She was trained to do certain things. Yeah, yeah. But not that she could rebuild an engine She's or do a, a valve job. not a diesel mechanic or anything like yeah, that. Right, yeah, right, right. But as you said, she doesn't need a dog. She can... Get the car rolling, and then she doesn't need a license to go drive it. There you go. Yep. Madam Curie. Yes. 100-year-old belongings are still radioactive to this day. Oh, I bet, huh? She's, uh, of course, died because of vast amounts of radiation she was exposed to during her research. We are talking about her furniture, cookbooks, notebooks. No. And since radium has a half-life yeah. of 1,600 years, 1600 her stuff years. is going to be radioactive for quite a long time. Uh, Yes, indeed. So is that, like, locked in some sort of vault or something i'm sure they got some kind of lead line room or something see this i'm gonna love this Mm -hmm. friday segment because as i write all this stuff down Mm -hmm. it's gonna be super fun going down what i like to call the rabbit hole later in the day i do a lot of rabbit holes winky dinky dog i love strange that was winky dinky dog strange but true the little news hound (laughs) oh rob thank you so much thanks for inviting me it's been a long time i used to do this on the weekends with the dog and oh baby you're mine covid sucks and i'm glad to be here (laughs) amen amen to that thank you so much for today yep i'm so glad i got alaska too yeah i was very proud wait 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 there we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so Bernie, Bernie, yeah. as you did, what did you do? Seriously, well, did, were you I really, scanning the, I just, the various yes. rows of keys I started left to right? The first row, yeah. Yeah. And then I started with the second row and I noticed the K and I said, well, it's got to be Alaska because uh-huh. the S is on there because right. I learned typing from Mrs. Dauphin, ah. who also loves KPL and her husband. I took typing in high school only because I went to an all boys school in New Orleans and yeah. there was a female teacher. And, you're and like, she was hey, pretty girl. sweet looking. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, aren't, girl, you, hey. aren't you glad you learned to type? Well, I didn't really learn to type from there. I learned later when the computer came out and I had to start doing it for work. I suddenly uh-huh. my fingers learned that. Yeah, I pretty well sucked in high school. I was just looking at the teacher. Yeah, uh, that was more. When like, you got nothing I mean, but guys around you, fourteen hundred guys in a high school, you know, yeah, you yeah. do what you got to do. You know, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I think we get. I think we get that. Yeah. So it was more anatomy and less typing. A lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. More, yeah. more yeah. Um, you know, natural science. Yeah, I was not an ex- uh, uh, the, uh, uh, an overachiever. Let's yes, just say yes. that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Red blooded American male. Yeah. Well, it was good. To have this segment. I can't wait until next week. And thanks. Next week. Because now I have all this great stuff to go down the rabbit hole. Ladies and gentlemen, the Winky Dinky Dog. It is 6.54. The governor of New York says social media should share blame for last weekend's mass shooting in Buffalo. Here are some facts. You be the judge. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. The Buffalo shooter live streamed his murderous rampage on a website called Twitch, owned by Amazon. 
Twitch moderators cut the live feed after two minutes, a long time. Then the video is quickly duplicated on other streaming websites. Facebook didn't remove its link to the video for more than 10 hours. It was shared 46,000 times. Another copy was viewed more than 3 million times before it was taken down. The New York Attorney General has launched a much-needed investigation into social media's role in all of this. But one thing's clear. With the profits these web platforms generate, they have the money to hire enough people to stop these monstrous live streams in seconds. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, commando.com. In life, you can count on three things. Death, taxes, and your car breaking down. I can't do anything about the first two, but I trust CarShield to protect me against unexpected auto repairs. CarShield's protection plans are only around 100 bucks a month and cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles. When you need a repair, there's no paperwork or headaches. Just choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield administrators handle the rest. Plus, you can count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Get coverage today. Lock in your price, and it will never go up at carshield.com slash Kim or call 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. That's carshield.com slash Kim or 800-391-8888 to save 10%. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures are higher, though the Dow Jones Industrial Average is on track to lose ground for the eighth week in a row. Demand for cybersecurity is up after reports of cyber attacks out of Russia. Palo Alto Network shares are rallying. The company reported a stronger-than-expected quarter and raised its guidance for the year. Goldman Sachs says the crypto crash is not likely to make a dent in U.S. household wealth. Goldman says crypto holdings account for only about a third of a percent of U.S households net worth bitcoin plunged under thirty thousand dollars this week before recovering some ground shoppers were buying a lot of ugg boots in recent months deckers outdoor which makes ugg teva and other shoe brands says ugg boot sales were up nearly 25 percent in the quarter that's your fox business report i'm Ginny coselda invested in you America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898. 9-8 right now. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Where President Biden is right now, it's 9 o'clock at night. 
I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. He's just started his trip to South Korea. I and my country look forward to a very productive few days together where we can get to know one another better. The president's first stop, a Samsung computer chip-making plant similar to a facility the company will build in Texas. These little chips, only a few nanometers thick, are the key to propelling us into the next era of humanity's technological development. The emphasis on bringing manufacturing back to the U.S., uh, at this stop in South Korea is an interesting paradox to his trip overall, uh, which aims to counter China's influence by deepening economic ties with allies in the Indo-Pacific. Asian countries want to increase exports of things like semiconductors to the U.S. That's Fox's Jackie Heinrich in Seoul. The president will also go to Japan on his trip. Well, back home, the price of gas hits another record high, 11th day in a row. AAA has put regular up a fraction to just over 4.59 a gallon. It's 6.06 in California as oils remain expensive. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, though, told a Senate hearing Russia is to blame. Russia's leader. You can thank the activity of Vladimir Putin for invading Ukraine and pulling a oh, those bills. Uh, with all due respect, Madam Secretary, that's utter nonsense. Republicans like Senator Josh Hawley blame Biden energy policies and regulations. Two people are dead in Chicago after a shooting last night that left eight others wounded. In downtown Chicago, the Gold Coast neighbor neighborhood, it is just steps off of Michigan Avenue. And the shooting happened inside and outside of the restaurant. This is the front door of the McDonald's. It is all shot out. There's broken glass on the inside. Police say that a fight broke out here at 1040 last night and then someone pulled a gun. Joni Lum with Fox 32 TV says a man was arrested, a weapon recovered. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Oklahoma already has numerous laws restricting abortions. Now another's about to join them. Republican Governor Kevin Stitt expected to sign a bill the legislature approved banning almost all abortions unless the mother's life is at risk or if there's a police report showing incest or rape. This is we await a Supreme Court abortion ruling. A leaked draft opinion shows conservative justices ready to overturn the Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion rights nationwide until that final opinion's out. A federal judge has blocked a Kentucky law banning abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The law, when it was enacted by veto override, all but stopped the procedures at the state's two abortion clinics in Louisville. Planned Parenthood Kentucky CEO Rebecca Gibran said the decision is a sigh of relief for women seeking the service. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, a Republican the fight's not over. Before the law was blocked, women seeking abortions had to travel out of state.
Grinnell Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, another attempted rebound may be in store. Dow futures up over 200 points the day after dropping more than 200 again. It's all tied up in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals. The Boston Celtics beat the Heat in Miami 127-102. They're just right now teeing off round two in Tulsa at Golf's PGA Championship. Rory McIlroy in the lead. When you get off to a good start like that, sometimes you can maybe start to be a little careful or start to, you know, you know, give yourself a little more margin for error. But I, you know, I, I, I stuck to my game plan. I stayed aggressive. Will Zalatoris and Tom Hoagie sit tied for second one stroke behind McElroy. Other notables from the first round of the PGA Championship, Masters champ Scotty Scheffler posting a one over 71. And Tiger Woods, who was seen limping through the course as the round went on, wound up shooting a four over 74. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. And Woods and McElroy are in the same group but won't play until this afternoon. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Right now, partly cloudy skies, 75 degrees, partly sunny throughout the day today, according to Dave Baker. He'll have more on our weather forecast and what day the showers will move in coming up in a bit. Ian Ozan has the morning off. I'm Bernadette Lean. Topping news, one person is in custody after there was a shooting in which four people were injured following the graduation for Hammond High School. None of the wounded suffered life-threatening injuries. Police are still investigating what prompted the violence. Broussard police say that they are releasing information about the updated condition of a two-year-old child allegedly injured by a caregiver. The child's condition has been upgraded from critical to stable. Tammy Claus is facing charges in connection with the incident in which a 10-month-old infant was killed. An altercation between a father and son in Karen Crow has resulted in the death of the younger man. Karen Crow police say that Terrence Valaire allegedly pulled a knife on his 70-year-old father during a physical confrontation. The older man allegedly produced a weapon, fatally injuring his son. The state's $39 billion budget for the fiscal year that starts on July 1st has reached final passage. House members voted concurrence on amendments made in the Senate, sending the bill to the governor's desk. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonot says lawmakers did a good job of using windfalls of federal money from the pandemic and the Infrastructure Act that was passed months ago. Most of it's coming from the federal government related to COVID, related to Biden's package he passed late last year. So all this money is flowing into Louisiana and of course the taxpayers are getting a free ride because it's not coming out of their pocket. And Pensadot says polling of Louisiana taxpayers indicates they have approved of the governor's budget proposals and how legislators ended up dealing with it. They wanted the money spent properly, fix things, fix bridges, fix roads, but don't add revenue to the budget that can't be paid for next year with the existing revenue. So what does the governor think? Well, as far as the budget goes, he says he's overall pleased, but he does wish the $2,000 teacher pay raise had made the cut instead of the $1,500 raises that ended up being approved. The additional funding is there, and we know we have teacher shortage. We're in competition mm-hmm. with other states and so forth. But overall, uh, very pleased with, with the way the budget process is working out. Now, the Senate-approved budget also includes a significant down payment of $300 million on the proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. Edwards says it's the most significant infrastructure project 
that impacts sta- the traffic across the state. We need a, a new bridge uh, in Baton Rouge south of the current I-10 bridge uh, in the worst way. And, and, you know, I can't tell you exactly what that bridge is going to cost, but it, it, I know it won't be less than $2 billion. He was hoping for the $500 million before because the more that the state allocates, the more we can seek matching funds. Edwards also added that bridge sites should be narrowed down to three in the next few weeks. As the abortion debate returns to the headlines, Brooke Thorrington getting reaction from the director of one of the three abortion clinics that remains in Louisiana. When asked what Kathleen Pittman, director of the Hope Medical Group for Women in Shreveport, thinks of the abortion debate. I don't mean to sound like a strident feminist, but it is about control. Recently, a bill in Louisiana made it to the House floor that would charge a woman who had an abortion with murder. The bill was amended, removing criminal charges and then pulled by the bill's author. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, she believes you'll see more late-term abortions. You're going to see hospitalizations. You're going to see more maternal deaths. I mean, I absolutely am firmly convinced of that. I'm Brooke Thorrington. As Louisianians continue to cope with rising prices and inflation at over 8%, State Agriculture Commissioner Mike Strain advises that people are going to have to hunker down for several more months of all of this. Strain says the prices we pay at the grocery store are reflective of market conditions and wholesale prices even from several months ago. And so when you look at our cost of production, our cost of fuel, our cost of fertilizer, our cost of everything, That's going to be reflected in next year's crop. And he says everything from seed costs to fertilizers to the cost and scarcity of diesel fuel for hauling food to market all contributes to current high prices. So state and federal authorities and private sector interests are working on solutions, but that could be some time coming. The higher food costs are here and, you know, realistically, at least a year or more. So it's going to take us that much time to, you know, to try to cut that down. Strang says there is little people on a fixed income can do, but one thing we can all do is make maximum use of the groceries that we do buy. Forty percent of all the food that's produced is wasted. And so, you know, we we tell people, look, I'm a big fan of eating leftovers. I love leftovers. And, you know, for us Cajuns, that's when the spices get better. Strain advises planning out meals more carefully, making every effort to eat your leftovers to get the most bang for your grocery dollar. Research published by the Pennington Biomedical Research Center in Baton Rouge reports that reducing protein in the diet produces a number of positive outcomes, including increasing lifespan. Dr. Christopher Morrison says while the basic fact has been known for some time, by experimenting with the diets of mice scientists, they're learning more about what the connection actually is. They live longer and have uh, reduced frailty, so they, they look healthier, but they're also smaller. So it kind of reduces total growth. And then the animals also have a metabolic improvement. Pennington has been a leader in the research for a while, discovering a hormonal link between the brain and the body and protein restriction. Dr. Morrison says the study used mice to compare the body's response, either with or without the hormone, leading to a deeper understanding. Normal control mice will live longer on a low-protein diet and will also show improvements in metabolism and changes in food intake and other things. These knockout mice don't show these changes. It's as if they don't know that they're being protein-restricted. Dr. Morrison says while the study doesn't prove a magic bullet to help people be healthier or live longer, it's an important step in understanding how our brains and bodies work together, which could lead to improvements in individual health outcomes. People are different in different ages and um, activity levels and health levels. And so, you know, nutrition is a big thing and it needs to be designed to you know, support your needs and your goals. 
Don't forget, graduation ceremonies continue throughout Acadiana today and through the weekend. Lafayette residents can expect heavier-than-usual traffic around the Cajun Dome today and tomorrow as the parish's high schools hold commencement ceremonies later today and tomorrow. The Acadiana St. Jude Dream Home will be open for tours beginning tomorrow. The house is located at 100 Foxtail Trail in Broussard. That's in the Sable Palm subdivision. The home will be open from 9 to 5 on Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. And Downtown Alive closes out the spring season tonight in Parc Saint-Souci. Tonight's featured performers are Dyer County and the Bucks. Next downtown, what well, next week, that is, excuse me, the downtown area will be hosting Local Palooza, a two-day musical festival that will happen next Saturday and Sunday. Coming up now on 715. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Breezy and warm. Your high temperature getting up to 91 degrees. We'll see those winds out of the south at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Overnight, fair skies for most of us. A few clouds will start to roll along the coast by morning. Temperatures falling back into the lower 70s. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds. Hot and humid with a 40% chance for afternoon storms. Your daytime high back to 91 degrees. Into Saturday night, could see a few showers and thunderstorms developing as a front moves into the air. We'll see lows dropping back into the low to mid 70s and the forecast for Sunday that front will come in and stall. So showers and thunderstorms fairly likely. We'll see daytime highs topping out around 87 rain chances on the high side for the early part of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All right, purdly cloudy skies and 75 degrees here at the KPL studios. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. So we've been talking about a crash with injuries. Ambassador Caffrey Cameron and Caleb Morse rest at Grenegade. So it sounds like you actually saw this going on. What can you tell us? So there's a uh, probably 2005, 2006 F-150 four-door. The front end of that vehicle is pretty much scrapped, uh, especially with today's difficulty finding parts. Uh, you have a uh, tanker truck, so the fire department's there. It's blocking the right two lanes of traffic. If you're traveling, what direction is this right here? This would be. Mm, I guess they kind of consider this sort of south. That's what I was thinking. Sa- south, yeah, southbound on a uh, on the throughway, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, it's right there at the intersection. So yeah, the ambulance there and everything else. I saw one female sitting down. There were the medics were taking care of her, but no other casualties or, or injuries I was able to see from there. Okay, all right. So please, guys. Crash with injuries, ambassador at uh, Cameron there, so that's probably going to take a little bit longer to clean it up. Be careful. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly that 
Coming up now on 723 on Acadiana's Morning News, Bernadette Lee. Mark Pope sitting in for Ian Ozan off on sports duties today. Mm-hmm. Yes, good and morning. The rest of, hello. And the rest of Grenegade, Caleb Morse joining us too. Good morning. Good morning. Caleb, good morning. All right, so morning, we have so much stuff to, to get into today. And, and let's start off with the, the issue of lead. Is there kind of a move across the country to move away from lead in ammunition? It, it started in the 90s. Uh, California actually did a big push for it in, I think, 1990, 1991. Okay. Uh, and they banned lead ammunition in the state of California. Uh, their reasoning behind it. Now, lead's been around as far as long as we as we know, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an easy metal to work with, low melting point, easy to, easy to shape and mold, so mm-hmm. it worked well for ammunition. We use it in a lot of other industries. Uh, but California, when they pushed this, their concern was this this condor that they had, uh, and they said, "Well, farmers, oh, not farmers, but hunters are, are killing game, and these condors are eating right. the entrails that are left over, and they're consuming lead." They had very little proof of this, uh, and there's actually only one condor that died, and it died from a bunch of other things, but there happened to be lead in its system as well. Uh, this has now become a national thing over the past twenty years. It's gotten larger and larger and larger. Uh, you've seen bismuth, steel, and other ammunitions now uh, come onto the onto the scene, and they're slowly taking over. Uh, Louisiana is on this move. Uh, wildlife and Fisheries, I've talked to a few individuals there. Uh, there's a good chance that by 2025 or so, mm-hmm. uh, Louisiana is going to be a lead-free state for ammunition. So what that means for us as consumers? Yeah. What? Uh, how does? How's that going to work? So a solid copper bullet costs. Five times more than lead. Yeah. Uh, then that'll be across the board. You look in copper, bismuth, tungsten, other materials that are getting used. Uh, there are already lead-free ammunitions that are out there, but it, it drives the cost up a lot. I mean, you look at like duck hunting. Uh, this past year, we had a shortage of duck hunting ammunition. So uh, numbers uh, four or three through five shot or like two through five shot, right? Um, we couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. And that's all going to be steel. So... If you can't find the steel, then you're looking at copper and bismuth. Well, a bismuth, a box of bismuth ammunition, 12-gauge, 3-inch or 35 you're looking $25. So a dollar a shot, if not more, sometimes. I've got a solid copper turkey load right now in my shop for 410 and it is $5 a shot. Wow. $5 a shot. Uh, so, yes, we care about the environment. Yes, we want to make sure that we have conservation issues that are already set, but there's so much other recourse with this. California's noticed that whenever they passed this bill, they, they sold roughly 750,000 
hunting licenses a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since 1991, 750,000. The most recent census they did was three years ago, 205,000 hunting licenses. So the wow, sale of, that's, that is so dramatic. And, and, and what that means is that money goes toward conservation, goes mm-hmm. toward wildlife and fisheries, right. goes toward coastal reclamation, everything mm-hmm. else. Then you have your excise tax that's on ammunition and all that. So California to buy ammo, if you walk into an ammunition dealer, you can't just go buy it anywhere to an ammunition dealer. You have to pay a dollar for an instant background check that's payable to the state mm-hmm. uh, to be able to purchase ammunition. You have to pass that background. If you're not currently in their system, it's a $20 in statement fee plus your dollar. So they're trying to get around and generate money by taxing more people when they've already made it more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so my concern is that something like this is going to go on. In Louisiana, we're, we're the you know sportsman's paradise. Mm-hmm. If it becomes unaffordable for people, for people to, to hunt. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Look at what we do for our environment. Look at what we do for mm-hmm. coastal reclamation. Look what we do for our refuges, for game control and everything else. Uh, hunters are the largest conservation group that exists for wildlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I have my own trepidation about this. Mm-hmm. Do I think that it's going to come? Yes. Do I think there's anything that we can do to stop it? No. Um, it has its merits. I'm not saying it's 100% sure. justifiable, but it has its merits. Um, but it's something that we need to be aware of now uh, because I firmly believe that this ammunition shortage that we saw recently, they were just starting to come back from, uh, give it time, it's going to happen again because we're having supply chain issues again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having issues with raw materials again. We're seeing that even on food. You know, We've had, what, 16 food distribution centers in the past six, seven months burn down or, or get have issues. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that again on the firearm side. Uh, so, I mean, my recommendation would be start stocking up on ammunition, have enough to where you can practice and train and, and be proficient, mm-hmm. uh, and that way you're not in a bind like we saw last mm-hmm. hunting season. It, it Look, l- let me respond, and I agree with you, Caleb, that it, quote, it has its merits, but it's almost, it's almost in theory, and I know everything in our modern-day world has been studied to death, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, quote, lead... So what happens? You do target shooting. The the bullet ends up in the target. You're shooting an animal. You're hunting. You're going to kill that animal, uh, clean it, bring it home, eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how many bullets end up in the soil? And it's, I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of these these things, if you will, especially environmental, start out in California and then it spreads across the land. So I, I would question it again. I'm no I'm no scientist. I don't know how many studies have been done, but and and, and the leaching from the lead it it's got to be minimal, and it came from the earth. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. It just makes me question uh, a lot of this environmental movement. Some of it is overreaction. And I'm wondering if this might be one of those cases. I think a lot of it's more political science than actual science. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I, I definitely believe there's, there's an agenda to be pushed by it. I don't think that, you know, your number six lead shot that ends up in, in the water when you shoot at a duck. We're talking less than one part per million. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it's a natural compound. It's a natural mineral. Yeah. It's going to go back to earth. But I'm sure that there's some science that says, hey, maybe it's 3% viable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that at this point in time, it'll be really hard for us to stop this mm-hmm. movement. You know, you know what's crazy? when you, This is just one example. Something in the scientific world called NORM, N-O-R-M, normally occurring radioactive material. Mm-hmm. It, think of that. The, it's normally occurring. And yet the government comes in and tries to regulate norm. 
you must do this and you must do that and you must do the other. Sometimes the protection that the government heaps on us is just, it's overreaction. It's normally way worse than what they're trying to actually control. If I remember correctly, I think bananas are actually one of the highest norm uh, materials that exist. Yeah, yeah. So Bananas. Bananas. Wow. Well, isn't that interesting? Useless information that I've learned somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. basically. Well, I love me a banana. (laughs) And all all that (laughs) potassium and so on and so forth. So I I don't know. Uh, Moderation is the key. Mm -hmm. And so if you say it's coming and you're the firearms expert, I'll go with with the flow. But Lord, 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 what's next? Well, I think it's our job as responsible citizens to say, look, show me the data. Show me the truth. Let me look at it and then let the people decide. I don't think that it's the government's place to shove anything down our throats. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the government should listen to the people, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Do you think it's some kind of grand conspiracy to try to, I mean, there's been all kind of attempts to uh, regulate and even eliminate firearms out there. But uh, what do you know about that? I don't want to create a conspiracy theory where one I think a lot of it, a lot of it is, is I don't want to use the term ignorance, but it's, 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 blindness you know uh people are blind to certain things i mean probably 15 years ago if not a little bit more uh, we shut down the last lead smelting in the united states well all of a sudden whenever covid and everything else happens dod realizes hey we we don't have a lead smelting facility our ammunition our own military is 100 percent dependent upon other nations so they started trying to come out with an initiative to hey let's open back up lead smelting lead mining in the united states we have it let's not pay because most of it comes from from uh, Europe in that area. Most of it gets bundled through the port in Germany. Um, they said, let's let's try to be more self-sustaining. And then the current executive branch shot that down. Um, I think that we've gotten to the point now where we have so much over-regulation on certain things that Uncle Sam just thinks it's better to say, no, we'll let someone else take that risk. Look, at, we have it with batteries. The batteries that we have with electric vehicles and everything else that have been doing wonders here in the United States well, they're too dangerous for us to handle. So what do we do? We ship them somewhere else mm-hmm. where someone else's kids can handle them. We, we say it's someone else's problem. Uh, and we've been doing that for a long time, saying, eh, it's not my problem. We'll put that off and we'll handle that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, it's finally tomorrow. Wow. So what, what agency, right. where, if these regulations or laws do OSHA, a lot of it, a lot of it comes from OSHA. OSHA? Really? Yeah. What about, what is it? Al- alcohol, tra- uh, tobacco? It, yeah, the ATF, uh, AT- ATFE, uh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, explosives. Uh, they control just the internal stuff, not the sourcing. Uh, so a lot of that comes from OSHA's regulations, OSHA's regulations on lead. So even like outdoor ranges, if you've ever been to the Fusion Lake Complex, which is the range that I use, uh, it's an outdoor range open, and they have these fans set up. Well, the fans are there not just to keep you cool on a hot day, but according to OSHA, you have to have a certain amount of CFM, uh, centimeters per square foot of flow, right? Uh, blowing air across so you don't get lead contaminant upon you. So according to OSHA, if you go to a range and you shoot and you pick up your brass afterwards, right? Because we pick up after we shooters and all we clean up after ourselves. Yeah. If you pick up your brass, now you have you have lead contaminant upon your hands and you're violating OSHA. No kidding. There is so much regulation on this. Incredible. That I mean, that's why you're looking at how many ranges do we used to have in this area down to uh, L.A. Gun Club, Century Defense. Uh, I think that's the only two indoor ranges we have left in this area. We have the Fusilier Complex. We have... 
uh, not Thistleweight. Uh, what's the uh, the other uh, the Wild and Fisheries Range? Sherburn. Mm-hmm. So that's because all the other ones have gotten shut down due to overregulation or having an issue with regulation they didn't realize they violated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. All right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Take a call. All right, caller. Go ahead with your thoughts, please, or question. Yes, uh, I spoke with a gentleman that used to hunt at Lacassine Wildlife Refuge back in the in early, I guess, twenties, thirties. They used to shoot twenty thousand ducks a day and ship them to New Orleans. So they were shooting lead shotgun shells over there killing 20,000 ducks a day. Do you think we are killing that many ducks a day now, hunting and fishing and all the other things? It's been so regulated back in the day. It was just, you, you, you were hungry, you shot, you ate. We, that, he's right, we're being overregulated. It's just, we, the bureaucrats are, are running the circus now and we gotta start standing up for our rights. Okay, Colin. Thank you. That's definitely true. I mean, we have to stand up for what we believe in. You know, uh, what, what's really cool is when you look at some of the older pictures, they used to use what's called a punt gun. Okay. So on the front of your, your duck boat would be like a zero-gauge shotgun. Okay. Uh, and they would load it with lead shot. It was black powder. You would load it with black powder, pot wad, and everything else, and lead shot. Uh, and then you could literally shoot almost an entire flock out of the sky at one time. Whoa. So they they were getting 40, 50 ducks at one time. And it was like four or five guys out there. They'd go out, they pick up the ducks, and then disperse them amongst everyone else there. That way, everyone's family could eat off one shot. It was more cost-effective. Yeah. 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 And Makes sense. The, uh, those, those, I think, punt guns were banned in the, the 40s, if I remember correctly. But mm-hmm. I might be wrong mm-hmm. on that one. And look to the caller's point, and he's he's got a point. I agree, we are overregulated, but you do have to have some restrictions on whether it's hunting deer or duck. That's responsible conservation. And again, you're more of the expert, the outdoor expert, Caleb, uh, than any of us. But you do have to have that. Well, and, and what those restrictions came from was it came from you know us not policing up our own mm-hmm. because every every group of people is going to have irresponsible individuals. Yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, and we got, we have people who were killing more than they or harvesting more than they needed. We have people who were, who were looking back with the Buffalo trade, right? They were slaughtering hundreds of Buffalo yes. just for the hides and not for the meat. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's people who were chasing the dollar and not chasing exactly. a moral compass. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had to regulate some of that because of it, because we weren't policing our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love if we ever got back to the fact where like, hey, look, let's just do what's right. I don't think that we can do that as mankind uh, because someone's always going to want to leverage themselves above you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's very true, yeah. too. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of have to do what you can as an individual and impact those around you, I mm-hmm. guess. Caleb mm-hmm. Morris, the Rustic Renegade, is here with us. Mark, you wanted to yeah, have another Yeah, th- this point fits in with conservation. Uh, back to the day, and I'm, I promise I'm not going into a rant on climate change, but back in the day when Al Gore put out Inconvenient Truth, we were told in that, quote, big air quote, 
documentary that the polar bear population was dwindling because of climate change. No, I had a polar bear expert here who actually we ran the interview here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I believe she was from University of Manitoba in Canada, one of a handful of polar bear experts in the world. The reason for the dwindling polar bear population was poaching, mm-hmm. overhunting of them, just like the buffalo. Mm-hmm. A totally perfect analogy. And so, once countries and territories started putting limits or, or, or eliminating the poaching and, and enforcing those laws that did exist, the polar bear population came back with a vengeance to the point that they they had to put in a season mm-hmm. to hunt, hunt them. polar mm-hmm. bears. And again, remember, Al Gore's thing goes back to early this century in the early 2000s. So that's just one example where we're told something that's supposed to be valid science. And then you really look at what the experts tell us and that information we were told was inaccurate. Wow. Fascinating. All right, we've got another topic on the way at 738. Acadiana's Morning News, the Rustic Renegade, Kayla Moore, sitting in with us. Rustic Renegade, 2842, Northeast of Angeline Thurway. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. The Rustic Renegade joining us, Caitlin Morse. Um, Mark and I want to talk a little bit about a topic that uh, kind of where we are with this situation in Buffalo. What are some of your thoughts, Caleb? So this individual who started all this definitely has their issues. Yeah. Uh, but what, what I'm seeing is the backlash already from uh, the left and the right. Uh, toward the firearm community and, and trying to figure out what they're going to do for do for this. Uh, mm. What we've seen, Alan Gottlieb, who's who's a lawyer uh, who's associated with the NRA, but he's he's not a not a on the board or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a uh, lawyer who specializes in the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sued the federal government multiple times and won multiple times for infractions or infringing upon your Second Amendment rights. Um, New York's coming out and they've already said, "Look, we need stricter laws." That's that's the solution to this. Is we need stricter laws. Uh, but they are already one of, if not the strictest state in the nation when mm-hmm. it comes to firearm ownership. Uh, this individual purchased his firearms legally. Now, over a year ago, he had threatened uh, a high school, had a mental evaluation, was released, had another issue, and was detained and released, right? Um, what we've noticed is the court system repeatedly puts out these offenders our law enforcement goes out, they do their due diligence, they right. arrest them, everything else, and then they arrest the same person a month, two months later because the court system mm-hmm. uh, doesn't rehabilitate, it finds and releases. Okay, uh, And that's especially true in this situation. Well, he goes and he buys this rifle legally. He bought an AR-15 uh, in New York legally, so it has to have a lot of... Not modularity has to be brought back down to a scale where it's hard to reload your firearm. You have a maximum capacity of, I think, seven rounds, not 10, but seven rounds. Uh, And then he modified this firearm after the fact. So he already violated a number of laws that were on the books um, and then goes out and commits this heinous act. Uh, And they're saying that, hey, the best way to do this is make it more difficult. He, He came out in his manifesto and everything else and discussed how he pinpointed this grocery store. They had minimal security. So a security officer in the state of New York has a capacity of 10 rounds. 
individual can have a maximum capacity of seven rounds on them. Okay, it is a uh, may issue concealed carry state, not a shall issue state. Louisiana, if you apply for the permit and you meet all the regulations, the state shall issue you a concealed carry permit. That's where that's how it works. You shall get one in New York. If you meet all the regulations, you meet all the qualifications, you pay your taxes and everything else. They may issue a permit. They have a sub three percent issue rate. Okay. So he did all this research, looked into it, and said, this grocery store is the best place for me to go. They have one security guard. They change at this point in time, and I can go in with my rifle and do this, and there will be no one there to stop me. What he did is he sat down uh, like, a, like a, a real threat, did his due diligence beforehand, did his planning beforehand, and carried out his actions. Um, the video for this is, is horrible. Yeah. Uh, it, it's gut-wrenching. Um, there's no law that was on the books or that can be on the books that I believe would stop this. Uh, Alan Gottlieb says the same thing in his, his paperwork that he's drawn up. Uh, I don't know if there's, there's no easy answer. There's mm-hmm. definitely no easy answer for this. We're seeing this here locally with the number of shootings we've had. I know. Look at it's Hammond last crazy. night. I know. Graduation. Um, and a lot of it is we sit here and, and there's, there's a book called Assassination Generation by uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Uh, and it's the first book he's ever written that I don't agree with. Uh, what it talks a lot about is is it's the it's society it's a societal problem where it's the desensification of of youth. You know they play these violent video games, mm-hmm. read these violent books, and and everything else. And he's saying that's the source of the problem. That's not the source of the problem. That's one of the problems, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if your six year old is playing Call of Duty and killing people online, it's going to desensitize him. It is, mm-hmm. but it's your job as a parent to make it's, sure you're yes, raising a good absolutely. human being. Absolutely. You know, and it, that's that's the first thing is if we parent our children properly to respect mm-hmm. life, we'll notice that we'll have a, a drop in crime and other things like that. And that's been seen across the across the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more than just I mean, video and, games and you everything know, else. This man obviously has severe mental issues. I mean, there's so many different things that well, are contributing look, factors here. We we think that because because he doesn't think like us and view like us, he's got to be insane. He's not mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, because he was so methodical. You're he's right. He's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, he's immoral. Mm-hmm. He's evil. He's, he's not insane. He's right. evil. You're right. right? Yes. You're right. And, and evil, evil is its own entity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's nothing you can do to stop evil. Evil is going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. Insanity, we can see things. There's no logical thought process to it. There's, there's a, a random behavior. It's very sporadic. So it's, there's no method to insanity. There was a lot of method to this. Mm-hmm. This is a person mm-hmm. who is wired differently. differently. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And there are identifying factors with these kind of problems beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, to respond to your comment about the lieutenant colonel who wrote the book, mm-hmm. uh, the author, the gentleman's name is? Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Dave Grossman. Dave Grossman um, surprises me because Dave Grossman seemed to, the way you stated it, Caleb, Here is the answer. There is no the answer in life. Life is an equation. It's complicated. There are multiple factors that that come into play with, especially with a complicated situation like this, when it is a, quote, societal issue. So it it surprises me that the lieutenant colonel would make that statement. It's a a very deep-rooted problem. You know, he's got got a lot of wonderful books on combat, on killing, that changed the way I view things and and really helped me in some dark times. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the first book they've ever read by him that I was like, no, I I disagree. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, no doubt there's an impact, but it's what you do Mm -hmm. as the person who rears the child 
you have to be, you know, you, you got to know. You have well, to know about those things. You, know, you can see it as a parent. You can see if your child plays these games or even mm-hmm. you as an individual, if you play yeah. these games, you view things a certain way. And we can separate mm-hmm. the game from reality. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can, can separate the game from reality. That's right. And that's what we're seeing here mm-hmm. is uh, this this individual went through and, and they wanted to have the high score. He wanted to leave his mark, and he thought, "Look, there's no other way for me to leave a mark upon this world. Mm-hmm. I can't do. I can't make the world a better place. So what do you do? He made it a darker place. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. you know, and and people like that, they want to leave their mark whichever way they can, uh, and they have this difficulty separating reality from this fictional world that they live in, uh, and and that's that's what we see here with this. Is he lived in a he lived in a fictional world where he wanted to be in control." But in the real world, he had very little control, and he wanted to flex that that mental or societal muscle that he felt he didn't have. Let, let me go back to something you said you were talking about, that the overall, I, I don't know, kind of thought process right now in New York and through from the Buffalo situation is to, quote, make it more difficult Correct. to acquire a gun. You were talking about applying for a concealed mm-hmm. carry permit. Right. All right, and you said Louisiana, I'm kind of summarizing, Louisiana is a shall state. In other mm-hmm. words, if you apply and you meet all the requirements, you shall get the permit. In New York, if you apply and you meet all the requirements, you may get the permit. Right. You said there is a sub-3% issue rate in New York. Does that mean that 97% of applications are rejected? Correct. You go through, you pay your tax, you meet all the criteria, and then you don't get your permit. Because, Unbelievable. Because the board or the sheriff, because you have to meet with the sheriff of, the, of that area, or normally it's not the sheriff itself, it's a board of individuals that they assign. They deem that you are not worthy or you have not met whatever requirements they, they want to put in place. The law has what's in place and then they can add to that. Wow. And then the way it works there, if you want to buy a firearm, not even concealed carry permit, you want to buy a firearm. Here, you walk in my shop, we discuss what kind of firearm you want, what kind of uh, role you want that tool to fill, and we figure out what works best for you, okay? And then you can walk in and purchase that firearm and walk out the same day if you pass a background check right then and there. Uh, in New York, California, uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and a few others, if you want to purchase a firearm, let's say you want to purchase uh, a SIG 320, you go into a shop, hey, I want to purchase a SIG 320. Okay, well, let me see your, your handgun purchase form. Well, I've got one pre-filled out. Here you go. You look at it. Okay, yeah, the state says you can purchase a firearm. Which one do you want to see? You show them that. They write that serial number on that form. Then you pay for the firearm. You purchase it. They petition the government on your behalf, the state first. Then they do their standard federal background check, okay, for that firearm. And it takes up to four months. So you're sitting on that money has been paid for that Mm -hmm. non-refundable for up to four months for you to pass the background check that down here takes five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you go and you can pick up that one firearm. And then if you want to do it again, we well, have to reapply for that same permit to buy one firearm and then assign a serial number, go through the whole process. So it's not a quick and easy process to buy a firearm. So when you look at this individual, what they went out, they met all the checks. They met everything that the state required of them months in advance for what was happening. So, I mean, how can you stop something that plans the, months in advance? Yeah, like and how, God, it's bizarre. How did the the other instance that he had, the first instance that The that one at the high had, school? Yeah. He threatened, uh, he was threatening to shoot the school. 
He threatened to, to And was kill. that ultimately adjudicated in some form? I, I don't sure. know because he was a minor at the time. time. Uh, we don't know because all that's sealed information, right? Yeah, that's uh, true. Now, granted, if, if they let him back out, it could have been a number of things, right? It, it could have been uh, a misunderstanding of verbiage or a number mm-hmm. of things on that end. But then he's had multiple instances since then. Right. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the big thing. He said multiple instance, instances since then, and then was still released and put back out. Did he did he threaten to to um, do harm online, or was this I don't, at the school? I don't I, know I, the uh, the I data that I found doesn't tell me exactly what he said or, okay. or when, okay. when or where he said. But well, there, that manifesto was on there, yeah. right? Hundred was yeah. it hundred and thirty pages or something? Hundred and thirty five. Are you sure? It was. I heard It was way way more pages than I would read. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Wow. God, what a fascinating conversation, Caleb Morris, the rustic renegade. Thank you for your time this morning and and your perspective. We appreciate it. Always yeah. a pleasure. Yeah. Yep. Good information. Good information. Seven thirty five on Acadiana's Morning News. Live and local every day in Acadiana. And the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KPL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Global stocks and U.S. stock futures are higher with optimism that China is taking action to counter the economic impact of COVID lockdowns. China's central bank has lowered a key interest rate. Foot Locker is reporting an upbeat quarter, and it expects to reach the upper end of its forecast for the year. Deere & Company, the agricultural equipment company, reported stronger-than-expected earnings. The company saw sales up 9% in the quarter, even though it was dealing with supply chain pressures affecting production levels and delivery schedules. Discount chain Raw Stores is adding to the uncertainty about the retail business. Its sales declined in its recent quarter, and it expects another drop in the current period. However, cybersecurity firm Palo Alto Network shares are rallying. Its quarter was stronger than forecast. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. For the 10th day in a row, gas prices in America hit an all-time high and are now above $4 a gallon in every single state. I mean, this Biden administration, I mean, they're actively sabotaging our energy production, our pipelines, our refineries, all while blaming everyone else for the damage they are doing. They blame Putin, Trump, the oil companies themselves, and now the Biden administration would rather import Venezuelan oil than allow more drilling in this country. I'm telling you, the left won't stop until what little is left of our oil and gas industry just won't ever be able to recover. 
American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Farr on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. Do you confuse state capitals and read too many celebrity gossip magazines? Well, if you answered yes, you may have what it takes to adopt a teen from foster care. Because teens don't need perfection, they need you. For more information, call 1-888-200-4005 or go to adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A new low for Joe. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Only 39% of Americans approve of the job President Biden is doing in a new AP poll that polls lowest rating for him yet. Eight in 10 people think the U.S. is headed in the wrong direction and that the economy is not good. He is now on the other side of the world. It's wonderful to be back in the Republic of Korea. The first stop on his trip to South Korea, a Samsung computer chip making facility similar to the one the company will build in Texas. Semiconductors power our economies and enable our modern lives from our automobiles to our smartphones. Fox's Jackie Heinrichs with him in Seoul says the president's trip to that plant. On the surface aims to strengthen these economic ties, but the subtext is a clear warning to China as they are eyeing Taiwan and they're also gauging the world's reaction to Putin's invasion of Ukraine. The UN's High Commissioner for Human Rights will go to China next week and for the first time in 17 years visit a region where the U.S. and others allege the Chinese government is committing acts of genocide and abusing Muslim minorities. The price of gas is up a little more today to another record high. AAA's national average for regular now just over 4.59 per gallon, 6.06 in California. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blames oil companies. Stop price gouging of the American people. But Republicans blame Democrats and President Biden's energy policies and regulations. There may be a second rare U.S. case of monkeypox. Days after a Massachusetts man got sick, there's someone in New York City who may have it. City health officials won't say what symptoms the patient is experiencing, but doctors are treating a person who may have monkeypox. The person is currently in isolation and undergoing tests. Richard Giacovis with Fox 5 in New York. The virus typically is only in Africa, but there are cases now from here to Canada to several European countries and Australia and people who didn't travel to Africa, monkeypox was considered hard to spread person to person. Scientists investigating if it's sexually transmitted. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you 
you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Upon further review, the 2020 census showing 331 million people living in the U.S. wasn't the most accurate count. A post-census survey found under and over counts in 14 states, significant enough to conclude it could impact states' congressional districts. Florida and Texas were undercounted, as were Arkansas, Illinois, Mississippi, and Tennessee. And many of those states have seen recent growth. The states that were overcounted were Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Rhode Island, and Utah. In the report, the census says challenges to data gathering included the pandemic, delays to field work, and migration of college kids and others. Some reports blame individual states for not putting enough resources toward encouraging participation in the census. Groups historically undercounted include minorities, young children, and renters. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Eight people are recovering from injuries in Chicago the morning after a shooting downtown that left two others dead. A man has been arrested. In South Carolina, a deputy named Flood is going to prison for what he did during one. A police van driven by Horry County Deputy Stephen Flood was swept away by floodwaters. He was able to escape. But two women being transported for mental health treatment were trapped in a cage in the back. Wendy Newton and Nicolette Green drowned. Prosecutors say Flood's decision to drive around barricades led to the women's deaths. He was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and reckless homicide. Green's sister told the judge it was a deliberate act set in motion by a pompous, stubborn man. And now that man has been sentenced to 18 years in prison. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Wall Street stock futures are up big before this hour's opening bell. In the NBA playoffs, the Celtics beat the Heat. Pritchard to running start. Ahead to Tatum. Tatum throws it down. Jason Tatum led Boston to an easy 127-102 win over Miami on ESPN to tie the Eastern Conference Finals on a game apiece. In hockey's playoffs, Tampa Bay beat Florida. St. Louis topped Colorado. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Right now, 76 degrees, partly sunny skies here at Cape Hill. One person is in custody after a shooting in which four people were injured following graduation at Hammond High School. None of the wounded suffered any life-threatening injuries. Police are still investigating what prompted the violence. In Broussard, police have information, an update on the condition of a two-year-old child allegedly injured by a caregiver. The child's condition has been upgraded from critical to stable. Tammy Claus is facing charges in connection with the incident in which a 10-month-old infant was killed. An altercation between a father and son in Karen Crow has resulted in the death of the younger man. Karen Crow police say that Terrence Valer allegedly pulled a knife on the 70-year-old father during a physical confrontation. The older man allegedly produced a weapon fatally injuring his son. Lawmakers have delivered the state's $39 billion annual budget to final passage. 
Kevin Gallagher has the latest. The budget for the fiscal year that starts in July covers road and infrastructure needs, higher education and tops, and gives teachers and school staff pay raises. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says lawmakers were fortunate to have many millions in federal dollars from COVID and the Infrastructure Act. To have that much money and none of it's really coming from their pockets. He says House and Senate members pretty much did what taxpayers polled on the topic wanted. They want them to spend the money wisely. They want them to spend the one-time money for one-time problems. Pinsonat says Governor Edward budget proposals were mostly met as well. That budget goes now to the governor's desk. I'm Kevin Gallagher. So some of the things overall, the governor says he likes the budget, but there were a few things that he wished were different. One, he wishes the $2,000 teacher pay raises had made the cut instead of the $1,500 raises that were approved. The additional funding is there, and we know we have teacher shortage. We're in competition with other states and so forth. But overall, uh, very pleased with, with the way the budget process is working out. And the Senate did approve that $300 million for the proposed Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge. Edwards says it is an infrastructure project that does impact traffic across the state. We need a, a new bridge uh, in Baton Rouge south of the current I-10 bridge uh, in the worst way. And, and, you know, I can't tell you exactly what that bridge is going to cost, but it, it, I know it won't be less than $2 billion. A House bill to prohibit smoking and vaping marijuana in a motor vehicle advances from Senate Transportation. Representative Lori Schlegel says her bill is to address the rising number of incidents of motorists that use cannabis and end up getting behind the wheel. HB 234, what it does, it follows very closely our open containers laws and it just prohibits smoking or vaping marijuana in a car. Now, Schlegel amended the bill in committee after issues were brought up during the debate of the legislation that it could be used for profiling. My intent is not to cause any needlessly people being pulled over or profiling. So what it does is it makes this offense not a primary offense. So you can't necessarily pull somebody over for a primary offense. Schlegel says there has been data from other states showing that once marijuana is legalized, some individuals believe it means they're allowed to drive and use marijuana also. The purpose of the legislation is to remind them it's not okay. When people think something's legal, they think that you can just do it at all times. And finally, as Louisianians are continuing to cope with rising prices and inflation at over 8%, State Agriculture Commissioner, excuse me, Mike Strain, advises that we hunker down for at least several more months. Strain says the prices we pay at the grocery store are reflective of market conditions and the wholesale prices from four months ago. And so when you look at our cost of production, our cost of fuel, our cost of fertilizer, our cost of everything, that's going to be reflected in next year's crop. Strain says there is little people on a fixed income can do, but one thing we can all do is make maximum use of the groceries that we do buy. 40% of all the food that's produced is wasted. And so, you know, we, we tell people, look, I'm a big fan of eating leftovers. I love leftovers. And, you know, for us Cajuns, that's when the spices get better. It's coming up now at 814. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Breezy and warm. Your high temperature getting up to 91 degrees. We'll see those winds out of the south at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Overnight, fair skies for most of us. A few clouds will start to roll along the coast by morning. Temperatures falling back into the lower 70s. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds. Hot and humid with a 40% chance for afternoon storms. Your daytime high back to 91 degrees. Into Saturday night, could see a few showers and thunderstorms developing as a front moves into the air. 
area. We'll see lows dropping back into the low to mid 70s. And the forecast for Sunday, that front will come in and stall. So showers and thunderstorms fairly likely. We'll see daytime highs topping out around 87. Rain chances on the high side for the early part of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, we've got partly sunny skies and 76 degrees. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. West Willow at Reading. That's West Willow at Reading. Also, southwest of Angeline Thruway at 13th. That's southwest of Angeline Thruway at 13th. Got a little fender bender. I live to make you laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, the things behind the scenes. It is a Katie Edda's morning news. Ian Ozan has the day off. Well, not really the day off. He's just working the sports side today. Mm-hmm. So Mark agreed to come in and sit in. And then Eddie Longlinay with Crime Staffers of Vermillion, he's in this morning. Good so, morning, everybody. Hi. How's it so, going? Yeah, well, it's we made it to Friday, and uh, so let's talk about um, what do you need us as uh, folks in our listening area to know about this week to pay attention for. All right, so in March of 2022, the Abbeville Police Department, we're partnering with Abbeville Police Department this week, uh, they got a felony warrant on the apprehend, for the apprehension of Gavin Garnica. Uh, he's wanted for illegal possession of a firearm in the presence of a controlled substance. Also, possession with intent to distribute marijuana, possession with intent to distribute fentanyl, mm. possession with intent to distribute uh, Schedule Two and Four narcotics, and tra- and transactions involving proceeds from drug uh, offenses. Uh, Garnica's last known address is off of Thomas Street in Abbeville, but he's known to uh, frequent around the North Road in Erath. Uh, he's described as a white male, twenty years old, brown eyes, brown hair, stands five foot eight inches tall, and weighs approximately. 160 pounds and if anybody wants to see uh like a picture of them they can uh view it on our uh vermilion parish uh crime stoppers facebook page mm-hmm. and uh, the full details on there and just to touch back we talked about fentanyl in the past and, yes sir uh, fentanyl is 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 killing our kids you know yeah. and it's not this is no secret and and this guy is is charged with uh possession with intent to distribute so that should cue up a lot of parents to to you know go check out the website and to to get this guy turned in because he's he's one of them that's contributing to putting this fentanyl on the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was some committee testimony in one of the um, one of the house committees uh, last week, and there were two different people there who spoke on behalf of a mother who had lost her child and a father who had lost his daughter, uh, both in similar situations. Uh, in the father's case, he lost his daughter. She was one of three people, um, and it was a drug that she thought was, oh, here's you know just something run of the mill. Mm-hmm. Um, took the drug, and it was laced with fentanyl. Uh, the other two uh, girls ended up in the hospital. They made it. His daughter did not, right? And she died from fentanyl. Mm. Same situation with the other woman who spoke about the death of her daughter. Um, so this is a reality that unfortunately continues to go on in every community in Acadia. Right. And that should be enough for people to sit back and, and look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, uh, this fentanyl, you, you don't know what you're taking, That's especially right. first of all, what you're getting is illegal. 
Uh, I, I highly recommend don't take anything unless it comes from a pharmacy mm-hmm. and prescribed by a doctor. Right. Uh, but uh, besides that, you don't know what it's laced with. And this fentanyl, again, is killing people, and, and we got to stop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but you're talking about the illegal drug trade, uh, Eddie. Let me let me rewind. I like to dig down into details when I hear terms. I like the definition of those terms. You said this individual in Vermilion Parish is wanted for lots of things, but you mentioned uh, drugs. Okay, so you say Schedule 2, Schedule, you said Schedule 2 and Schedule 4. I think you read my mind. Uh, Yeah, 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 I did, Bern. That's where I got the vibe. I write that all the time, and I know that stuff, but everybody like, you know. The general public doesn't. Different designations or something? So define, and because you said Schedule 2 and Schedule 4, define what what that means, a Schedule 2 drug. So basically, it's it's not, it's just the designation of, Okay, here's this drug in this category. Okay, here's this drug in this category. Okay. Yeah, and some of the, the schedules uh, is listed as uh, felonies, and yeah. some are mi- listed as it's misdemeanors. Misdemeanors, which is so, so fascinating. That's, that's the, the difference in the schedule. So if, uh, if it's scheduled a certain way, it's it's a felony. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. What what about fentanyl? Is that is that just is that labeled yeah, ethyl methyl death? Don't have no fentanyl. Don't, don't know. Don't. It's not a schedule. No two, three, four. Yeah. Like you said, Eddie, you don't know what you're getting. A lot of this stuff comes mm-hmm. from laboratories, and it's made for the illegal drug trade. Uh, there is, I asked my my uh, wife, a nurse, well, fentanyl, is that, does it have any prescriptive purposes? In other words, do mm-hmm. doctors prescribe fentanyl? Oh, yeah. It has a medical, it's not like uh, what's the uh, crystal meth that has no, that is manufactured with all kind of nasty things that one would not want to put into one's body. But the drug lords, if you will, manufacture it, then send it out on the street for people to consume. And again, the fentanyl, is, it, it's, um, it doesn't take much to, to cause issues. Yep. I mean, um, you know, uh, just a little bit will, will kill you. And I, I've seen videos of a police officer handling uh, fentanyl and without gloves, and uh, he he went down to his knees immediately. Uh, it, it was it's that strong, but it was a lot of it. And he, this was when it was first being discovered mm-hmm. how much damage it can cause, and it it caused this. The police also survived, mm-hmm. but uh, it was it was bad for him. Yeah, you know, one of the big things that um, has been discussed before, but just a reminder, you know, that's why Eddie says you can't trust anything on the street because. The, Pretty much all the drugs are getting laced with this stuff. That's right. And if it's not laced with fentanyl, you could be looking at a heroin situation. Yeah. Um, there have been many, many cases of that over the last 10 years. Um, you don't, you just don't know what you're getting. It's a, it's, it's a terrible situation. It right. is. Kid, it let is. me throw Eddie a curveball, and this is off the top of your head, and it's going to be just based on your daily experience in law enforcement, Eddie, but... How much of the crime and and let's just keep it at crime law enforcement issues in whether it's Vermilion Parish or Lafayette Parish? How much of that do you think springs from drugs? Mm. I don't know a percentage, but I would say most of it because mm. uh, people are stealing to uh, support their habit. Yeah, uh, so it, it's it's all it all a lot of it goes back towards that. Yeah, um, there's I would say is a very small percentage that doesn't right. relate to drugs. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And and I I kind I of knew that. I think most people who pay attention to the news. If you look, a lot of times drug is the driving force behind why somebody committed a robbery or why a shooting happened. 
and it's just, I don't know, it's just a crying shame. Mm -hmm. uh, drugs are a a, one of the factors as to why we're having problems in this country. I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And look, if anybody has information on uh, this or any other crime, whether it be uh, Lafayette or Vermillion or, or the Cadiana area, uh, call call your local Crime Stoppers. Or you can download and log on to the P3 app to report your tips anonymously, and you can earn a cash reward. Yeah. Somebody called the other day on the main line and was asking about that, and we said, no, it really is that easy. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. It's like super easy to download the P3 mm -hmm. app. Yep. Um did you name the gentleman, the quote alleged criminal who with has, has all these charges pending? Uh, yes, I did. He his name is Gavin Garnica. Gavin Garnica. And what's sad name. is he's a he's a young a young man. He's a twenty years old. You know, so it's uh, it's yeah. sad that he's wrapped up in this stuff. Mm -hmm. And if we can talk about some cool stuff yeah. going on in Vermillion Parish. So uh, yes, well actually this week uh, Roderick New Darby. Mm -hmm. Uh, our our recent friend we made, he's uh, he's with uh, the Vermilion Reach Group. They've been going around Vermilion Parish, uh, actually around the Abbeville area, and giving back to the they, they people that give back to the community. And they were giving um, donuts and orange juice to uh, local uh, first responders. Aww. And when he first called me and told me that he was he, he wanted to bring donuts to cops, <laughs> I asked him if that was a cop joke. And he uh, he he didn't he didn't he actually didn't even know what I was talking about. But uh, he's young. He's young, yeah. But uh, he actually brought some. Uh, him uh, he wasn't in yesterday. He was uh, out somewhere else. But uh, he had his group uh, bringing into the sheriff's office yesterday. And That's sweet. so yes, and 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 with no expectations uh, of any, you yeah, know, nothing, uh, and just to make people know that. Other people care. That's right, and and that's that's what they're here for. That's what they're doing. And I've been involved with them for a few months now, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm very impressed on uh, on Roderick and the entire group on what they stand for. Yeah, because it it uh, meeting that man for the first time. I I got to tell you, he is just a force. <laughs> he's a force for good. Yes, you yeah. know he finally. Like, he, we, yeah, he's a superhero. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's it's great the community has this yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, uh, dreams come true. I don't know if you're familiar with that. They're having a skeet shoot. It's a fundraiser. And um, for anybody who's not familiar with it, uh, their group, uh, wish, uh, they grant wishes uh, for, you know, kids with illnesses, uh, severe mm -hmm. illnesses. And uh, Monday, uh, the Nehemiah uh, Better Together Charity Golf Tournament. Nehemiah is having a, a, a golf tournament. That's going to be at Southern Oaks Country Club in, in Abbeville. So anybody... Uh, wants us to go, go support Nehemiah. That's a pretty good project. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to start a fundraiser because I, I don't golf or <laughs> mm -hmm, anything. Mm -hmm. But, okay, so the fundraiser is going to be, let's go watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't do any kind go. of sporting event unless it is shopping. Yes. In which yes. case, I got to figure that out. Okay, yes. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> you, you know, I'm going to work on that. I always, I don't know how much time we have left with Eddie, but, you know, Eddie's in with uh, Vermilion Parish Sheriff's Office. And, you know, I, I know we have a lot of officers right now in their vehicles that are listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. I always like to take the occasion to say thank you, sir and ma'am, for serving our community. And uh, I don't think a lot of times they get enough credit and enough recognition and I, I think we're so fortunate here in Acadiana that we haven't seen a lot of the nonsense that's going on in other parts of the country with this defund. Are you kidding me? You want to defund the people who keep us safe out there? There are no there are no safeguards. There are no guarantees in life. But without our officers, our first responders, we'd be in heat big trouble. 
Yeah, we, so thank we, you, folks. We and, and thank you for that. We were talking about it off air uh, a minute ago, and uh, to to have all these guys and girls going through and seeing what they see is mm-hmm. this is not a, a career meant just for anybody. Yeah, it takes a special person. And uh, myself, I'd like to uh, thank all the guys and girls that are that are part of that that community. Yeah, you know, these are the men and women that run to the danger and the trouble and the bad scenes right. and the nightmares. Run to it. That's, That's right. right. They are there. So thank you to all of you. Eddie, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you all so much and have a great weekend. Okay, Eddie. Thanks. It's coming up now at 830. News Talk 96.5 KPEL broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Breezy and warm. Your high temperature getting up to 91 degrees. We'll see those winds out of the south at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Overnight, fair skies for most of us. A few clouds will start to roll along the coast by morning. Temperatures falling back into the lower 70s. Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds. Hot and humid with a 40% chance for afternoon storms. Your daytime high back to 91 degrees. Into Saturday night, could see a few showers and thunderstorms developing as a front moves into the air. We'll see lows dropping back into the low to mid 70s and the forecast for Sunday that front will come in and stall. So showers and thunderstorms fairly likely we'll see daytime highs topping out around 87 rain chances on the high side for the early part of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk all right and speaking of human mark pope is all man and he's like did i tell you about the cover of sports illustrated i'm like no dude what mm-hmm. all right so mm-hmm. what's the dealio mm-hmm. and, and it really i guess has made history huh yeah well, y- yes, Burn. Well, look, let me s- start it off with Elon Musk. Okay, you, we know he's a he's a unique individual. Mm-hmm. So Elon Musk, as we most folks know, he recently tweeted this week, in fact, mm-hmm. that he can no longer support the Democrat Party. Why? Musk tweeted that Democrats in the past were mostly the kindness party, but now they are divisive and oh. hateful. And so he said, so I must vote Republican. So that's just a little interesting aside. And then so you would think that his mama, Mrs. Mm -hmm. Musk, would Mm -hmm. be proud of him. Well, thanks for good. It's good, Elon, that you that you stood up and said Mm -hmm. what you wanted Mm -hmm. and tweet what you said. it. But I'll bet you Elon is proud of his mom because on the late I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is the latest edition of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Guess who is on the cover of that Swimsuit edition, Sports Illustrated. You go, girl. Tell me. Mrs. Musk. Elon Musk mama. I mean. I believe she's 72 years old. I believe it's Sagittarian. I believe that's the fancy word for in her 70s. She's in her 70s, Burn. It's amazing, man. She looks good. She's a a model and dietitian. Uh, May Musk. It's one of four different 2022 cover stars. Wow. Is there going to ever be a big woman? You know, big women exercise, too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, let's go back to her. Seriously. 
Wow. I love that. I think that's very fascinating. I think I think if I'm when I first heard this, I said, well, that's got to be a joke. And so, you know, right. I had to confirm right. it for myself. May Musk is her name. M-A-Y-E. I believe she is 72 and she looks good. Mm-hmm. And so, look, the swimsuit edition, a lot of folks have brought that into question. Really, it's sexist and it's this and it's that and the other. And I'm thinking, well, really? Well, then just don't buy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't buy it. Yeah. Why does it have to become such an issue? So, uh, so she, people were, some people were mad. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, because you know why? Because they're young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, you and I, we sit back and we laugh at them. That's we're right. Like, yeah, you go ahead and complain because, boo, you got two choices. Mm-hmm. No, Either you get old mm-hmm. or you don't. Right. Pick one, Dumbo. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I believe there, there there was a, how, sh- how should we say it? I don't know, healthy, healthy woman. Full-figured. Full-figured, thank you. That is in <laughs> the one, I, I don't know how many editions there are of the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. But I don't know. They were Maybe focusing on a, uh, uh, what did you say, large-figured? What, what what was the term? Uh, full figure, full, full, full figure lady, lady in her in her bikini or swimsuit mm-hmm. attire, and they were having a discussion on Fox on the Gutfell show. I love that show; mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. irreverent. And so, <laughs> look if 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 you don't like it and you think it's sexist and so on and so forth, just don't buy the there you go. Thing. But but again, Mrs. Back to May Musk, Elon Musk, mom is on the cover. Of mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition 2022, mm-hmm. the oldest woman to appear in that special mm-hmm. edition of Sports Illustrated. We all get older. If we're lucky, you might get bigger as you get older. I'm just saying. So you got all these choices. Mm-hmm. Some people are just wired a little bit differently, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, well, there you go on that note. And, you know. I don't know. I'm just seeing a brief. They want you to buy the. Oh, of course. To buy the edition here. Course, That's what it's focused on. So it's not a whole lot of background on Miss Miss Mrs. Musk. But I'm wondering if she is in the United States of America or if she is back in her her home of origin, uh, South Africa. I do not know that. I know Elon came from South Africa. Hmm. You know. Don't know. So you know. Look. Focus on Elon. You know, he was accused on CNN of being, this was the comment. Yeah, I guess he longs for those days of apartheid. Well, here, here are the issues. Here are the facts. Number one, Elon's, and I'm going from memory, Elon's father was in an anti-apartheid political party in mm-hmm. South Africa. Number two, the school he attended was anti-apartheid. Number three, Elon Musk was bullied in school because he had an anti-apartheid philosophy. And number four, he left South Africa because he did not want to serve in the South African army, which had a focus on apartheid. It's part of what they did. I don't know if there's compulsory service in the military in South Africa. That would be my Mm. assumption. I meant to look that up. But that is the reason he gave, one of the reasons he gave for leaving South Africa, he did not want to serve in the South African military, which had a focus on apartheid. He wanted no part of that. So 
to claim that the man is racist oh, I know. and he's but from a country where... People just like where... to say stuff and pass it around uh, like it's agreed, truth. Agreed. Which so, is... Ugh. Check your facts before you mm-hmm. open your mouth. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. There you go. There <laughs> All you right, go. It's coming up now on 843. Whoever started that funniness? I don't know. All right. We'll be back. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. All right, it's coming up now at 8.46 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee and today Mark Pope, because he knows as doing sports duties. Hello, We're hello. Little, oh, oh, by the way, yes. Raging Cajuns are playing Thank in you. the uh, regional, what's it, Clemson Regional in okay. uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Okay. And they are playing at 1.30. They're taking on the Auburn Tigers. Who's going to be a tough game. And you can hear that game at 1.30 okay. on our sister station, uh, ESP in Lafayette, which is 103.3 FM and 1420 AM. So nice. Raging Cajun softball against Auburn, 1.30 this afternoon. Awesome, Mark. Thank you. Indeed. Okay, Deborah, you get a couple of bells. Deborah always is sending fun stuff mm-hmm. through the app chat. And Deborah, let's do our own photo shoot, okay? Deborah says, these are Deborah's words, okay. not mine, okay. but I'm all about it. We're going to do it together. Mm-hmm. She wants a geezer edition. All the women, <laughs> we get to wear skirted swimsuits. Deborah, <coughs> yes, I already have a skirted swimsuit, girl. I got two. You can borrow one if you need it. Me and Deborah are going to do our own fashion shoot. Maybe we'll do it for charity. I like in our, it. In our skirted swimsuits. How about, what about those little, I, I don't know what they're, you call okay. I don't know, the little hula things, you know, with the. Like a, a grass skirt? What do they have, like coconut fibers or something well, like that? Yeah, like, you know, like a, are you th- talking about like a. Yeah, a grass, a grass skirt. I guess that's skirt. what you would call that. Uh, yeah. That I would be I, cool. I have one of those hanging up in my closet. Uh-huh. But I do have a skirted swimsuit. So, okay. So that part could be okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I, I'm, I have two daughters who are awesome. I, I was inspired to get what I wanted for my own swimsuit. Uh-huh. I did not like what was out there, so I really had to look around. They kept saying, "Look around, look around. Mm-hmm. You can find something you like." And I did, and yeah. it's skirted, yeah. and it looks nice. Nice, okay, nice. Because I have. Have you ever seen? You ever seen the, the turkey, or 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 a chicken? You know, like on Sunday morning. And mama's like, she's going to put it in the oven. Uh, those are my legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the body of most turkeys and chickens, well, they kind of chunky. Uh-huh. They kind of big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a big trunk, too. <laughs> and uh, But my trunk is not in the back. All my junk is in the front. Um, so I'm just a fat girl, but I'm all right oh, with it. Oh, lordy, um, lordy. So, but I am, look, no joke. I did lose a lot of weight. That's uh-huh. cool. Yes, right? yes. Because I, I just got my latest report. So while I got some, you know, little minor things, all the other good stuff is good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't have high cholesterol. I, you know, good. Um, down Ding. this so many weight and to look at this is great. Ding. Okay. So definitely many, ding for the Many bell. dings here. That's right. I shall ding it. But I can't help. I look like every woman in my family. <laughs> well, that, that's why they call them jeans. That's Bern. right. And it, I'm not talking about Levi's, Lisa Wranglers. That's right.
That's right. The genes, the DNA. Okay, mm-hmm. so Deborah, back to Deborah. Deborah, is that correct? Yes, Deborah. Deborah says mm-hmm. we need the geezer edition. I agree. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do too. I think yeah, it's and, lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so look, Miss Miss Musk, May Musk, again on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, and she looked good. <laughs> she but, does look but good. But Deborah says, who suggested the skirt? Bathing suit. Deborah did. Yours? No, Deborah suggested it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I like she, it. she's got it going on. And I was looking back at some of the other um, covers, mm-hmm. and apparently there was a lady in 2020 mm-hmm. that was a, a full-figured gal that was on Sports Illustrated. Yes. So good job, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Nice job. There, like I said, there was one mm-hmm. this week on Gutfeld, and mm-hmm. they had this full-figured lady, very. Very pretty. Uh-huh. I would say even beautiful. And they didn't mm-hmm. zoom in on it, but they were mm-hmm. having the discussion similar to the discussion that we've had. And uh, look, look, as the cliche goes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it is. And so, you know, look, we, you, we have to celebrate well, diversity in our lives. Okay, here's the thing. Uh-huh. You know, there's like this big mystery that skinny people, some skinny people, let me say that, some skinny people have mm-hmm. about fat people. These skinny, some of them, some of these skinny people will come up to you on occasion and explain to you how unhealthy it is, how bad it mm-hmm. is for you. You know, you probably should watch your calories. Stop you that should, nonsense. You should probably do this and that. Sweetheart, I'm naked every day in the shower. I know I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And look, I I fit in in that category of quote skinny. There is right? a reason behind it. Sure, my my joints are not the best, uh-huh. and uh, I I actually have a prosthetic hip. Yes, and so I have been told by many orthopedic specialists that you would be well advised, mm-hmm. sir, to keep your weight down to your. Uh, your ideal weight, as it were. Mm-hmm. And so that is why I maintain myself as I do because my mom had the bad arthritis mm-hmm. and I have very mild case of it in my hands. Mm-hmm. But because I do my stretches. I know it. And on, on a regular basis, on a reg, we're not talking about every now and again or yeah, I get up out of the chair and I stretch. No, we're talking about a little routine here. Morning there and is, night. Yes, there is a reason mm-hmm. that I maintain my weight mm-hmm. uh, the way I do. And so, uh, because I want to live to be uh, a healthy, happy old man. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah, goal. I, I don't blame you. And I think, I figure if I do my part, but to go off and try to, I don't know, preach and give advice to others. No, no, no. And it's that's, so funny because that's it's like, for. It's, it, it is, but people are genuinely, I know it comes from a good place. So I do understand it comes from a good place. I just think sometimes people don't think about the things they say before they say them. Yeah. Um, trust me, people who who are big, people that have whatever their issue might be, they know they have that issue typically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they don't need help in someone else pointing it out. Yeah. Um, and if you're really concerned, you ask one time, is there anything I can do to help? And then you leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. And Miss Manners might even tell you. Don't even ask one time. And and that that's kind of was my thought, mm-hmm. uh, Bernie. I, I did I wasn't thinking, well, let's contact Miss Manners and get her take on right, this. Right. But really, you want to talk about an awkward social interaction. Yeah. You walk up to another human being and mm-hmm. start telling them mm-hmm. what they need to do and why they're not doing it right and mm-hmm. what the what the downfall of that could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And and I think a lot of people that are in the medical community have learned a lot in the last 20, 30 years. And I know I've been educated to understand the component of what happens in my brain with food. And so some of the stereotypes that people put on heavier fat people or overweight or obese, you know, whatever category you fall into, um, there is a lack of understanding. Mm hmm. Um, it all combines, yeah. it's, but don't, don't go around thinking it's just willpower. Mm -hmm. There are so many different factors, including hormones, mm -hmm. including, mm -hmm. uh, male or female. Um, I mean, there's just a million different things that go into that. All right. Let's listen. I mean, let's, let's end with something. <clears throat> are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This is funny, but that's because I'm a 12 year old child. <laughs> It was really a bad joke, but somebody did it. Imagine you're in a liquor store and you see a clown ride into the liquor store, riding in on a Shetland pony. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> because the clown was thirsty and apparently drunk and the liquor store owner knew him, he said, that's all right. I'm just going to go on my little Shetland pony. I'm a clown. I'm going to ride on in and get some more liquor. Everything was okay until the Shetland pony did what Shetland ponies uh -oh, do. Oh, he dropped something? Mm-hmm. Oopsie. Right on the floor. Well, the owner got really mad because the clown refused to clean it up. <laughs> and then that's when the owner of the store hit the clown in his red rubber nose. Oh, <laughs> you deserved Lord. it. On that note, have a great weekend, everybody. Mark, thank you. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. Oh. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit LordsRMC.com. We listen. We heal for more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's more optimism on Wall Street today after China's central bank lowered a key interest rate to counter the impact on the economy from COVID lockdowns there. Palo Alto network shares are up more than 12%, helped by a strong quarter. Palo Alto is a cybersecurity company. It says companies do not have reservations about spending on its products. Deer & Company says its sales were up 9% in the quarter, even though it was dealing with supply chain pressures affecting production levels and delivery schedules. Deer's quarter was stronger than expected. Foot Locker's business was upbeat. It's encouraged about the rest of the year. While discount chain Raw Store saw sales decline, it's expecting another slump in sales in the current period. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net.